Talk Live, kicking off another Saturday episode of the show. We, as always, will take your calls and thoughts. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio, joining you tonight, it's me, Ian. I am Skyler with Savage Truth 603. And I am a giant dork. Indeed. Also known as the captain. Our favorite dork. So, uh, welcome uh, back to the show here, guys. Uh, Savage Truth 603 back in the house. Uh, what's it been, like a week? It's been, a yeah, yeah, just about that. But, you know, it's been wild times since the last time I saw you. You're spending a lot of time out in Keene these days. Yeah, it's, I was, I'm thinking maybe I should move out this way, you know? It's a good crew. We got a good, uh, good group of folks out here. Although, people seem to come in from all over the state today. At least that's the impression I got. Uh, for what was a mask-free, I believe it was called a flash mob? Would yeah, yeah. So, so we do what's called a maskless flash mob, and um, so you've done this before. So actually, I had this is my first one, but okay, okay. The people that I do a lot of work with on on the um, activist front are, you know, we're involved in all these groups. So, um, Absolute Defiance, Frank Staples, he's he, footloose. He, footloose. Yeah, we've had him on. Um, he came on our show during the Porcupine Freedom Festival last year, and we spent it three hours. Love the man. Uh, interviewing him about his experience in uh, New Hampshire prison. Yeah. Yeah. He really got railroaded by the system for, for, yeah. for some, you know, some very basic things, a piece of string and not wanting to, sh- you know, shave his beard. And, <laughs> right. And, and as, a, as a bearded brother, you I can, can tell you, um, fellow beardo, I yeah. will, you know, I'll give my life over this thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he was kind of one of the organizers. I mean, for lack of a better term, even though everybody's a leader and there's yes. actually some really interesting video <laughs> footage where uh, where the cops are confronting uh, folks outside. What happened was there was a uh, there is a co-op here in Keene that is a grocery store. Yep. And it's sort of like the most lefty grocery store out there very for, unfriendly for our listeners unfamiliar a co-op is just it's a grocery store it's kind of like whole foods but mm-hmm. you can buy a share of the co-op so to speak and then you get a reduced price on bulk items and mm-hmm. things of that nature uh, it's a very hippie the prices kinda, are jacked up though at the store the in prices general, are jacked though. up at the store in general unless you're a member when you check out they ask if you're a member mm-hmm. and then if you're not of course they charge you the exorbitant prices so um and, you know, it's very expensive, a place to shop if you happen it's to live nearby. right in the heart of downtown Keene, which is already kind of like the liberal center of New Hampshire. And this so particular place is notorious for uh, if somebody comes in without a mask being a-holes. Yes, they're very unfriendly to um, anti-maskers, which is why this was the location that was chosen. I, they... Um, they've harassed, you know, women with their children and yep. other, you know, just regular citizens that want to go in there and do their business and not be accosted by people and not, you know, be made to feel like they're being pushed around. And I believe there was one lady that even wrote a lengthy letter to the editor here in the newspaper in Keene about her really yes. negative experience just trying to go shopping. Uh, so th- this particular store was noteworthy in the way they've been treating people because some stores, they just ignore you. Right. Some, they may say something to you, but as, as long as you say, hey, I've got a medical exemption, they leave you alone. This store does not, from what I understand. Now, Absolutely not. I have not shopped at this store, and I didn't shop at the store today. I went as sort of uh, outside backup. We knew the cops were going to come, so <laughs> I wanted to be on the outside with a video camera because this was a newsworthy event. It's sure. just I don't shop there, so I felt like 
It's not my place to go in with a video camera there, but luckily Joe was there from Breaking the Flaw, and yes, he followed, uh, you know, went in and, and showed as much as he could show. The man with the real badge, the yeah. press badge, that yep. is. Exactly. Uh, before we get too deep into the events of today, I just want to say that uh, flash mobs, if you're not familiar with the concept, mm-hmm. they were kind of big with the, you know, we'll call them the most common social media, you know, Zuckerberg's uh, th- for the, uh, what was it called? The Arab Spring? Right. Uh-huh, this yeah. was Over this was a tool Egypt, that was yeah. This was a tool that activists used to organize these flash mobs to show up and protest at certain areas. Right. Everybody yeah. get online. They join a group and say, "Hey, we're gonna have a flash mob at this time, this date, at this location." Yeah, you can't use and, Facebook for that anymore. No, no, of course shut not. You down. But I, I just want to say thank you for using that because it is a great tool that I think you know since Facebook has sort of put the kibosh on it, lost a little bit of momentum within the activist movements. Mm-hmm. But it is still a great idea, and I think flash mobs could catch on and could catch fire to make this type of movement or any social movement really an even bigger thing well and this was organized successfully in that the target was not aware that this was going to happen the word had gotten out that there was going to be something that happened in Keene because the owner of Pho Keene Great, which is the local Pho noodle restaurant here in Keene, she received a message from somebody saying, oh, these idiots are going to be coming to Keene. <laughs> you know, they're coming to your restaurant because actually what happened was people met at the Pho noodle place first and then walked over to the target location. Yeah. So the the location really wasn't revealed until the moment of the actual strike, if you will. And I just want to say that part of the reason that we were to do that, able to do that successfully was because we didn't use Facebook. We used Mm -hmm. Telegram. So um, if anybody wants to get added to any sort of um, activism chats, you can reach out to any, any one of us and we can get you added to groups um, for, you know, maskless flash mobs or um, rallies at, you know, in new fields at, you know, in the governor's neighborhood. This is for people that are in New Hampshire yes. or can, can come up and, uh, and visit because there is a lot going on up here. You mentioned the governor's house. Yep. Uh, you guys had a really interesting situation the other day with him. And <laughs> I don't think we've had you on since that happened. So let's go a little further back than what happened today. Uh, this was an incredible success. You got a tip from somebody. That's right. About where... Sununu, Governor Sununu here, who uh, you know, I'd like to rather call the Tyrant King. Yes, yep. Uh, tyrant King Sununu was going his to his excellency. Actually, he yeah. was actually going to leave his house, the Ivory Tower, and go out into where the little people are. Uh, he attended a like a, a tapping of the trees at like a maple farm, right? That, yeah, yeah. They're a dairy farm, but they do maple stuff okay. too. Yep. So that was the whole thing. He was, you know, he's schmoozing, right? It's a photo op event. They brought their kids out, and he's like tapping the tree with the kids around him. And in the background, you posted this picture. <laughs> There's Joa from Breaking the Flaw standing in the background of this like you know perfect shot with the governor and the kids and the tapping the tree. So you guys infiltrated this event. So I got a I got a tip from somebody and I just want to say that I'm I'm forever grateful for this mm-hmm. tip because it was, you know, they they gave me some information and 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 helped me get there and you know, our intent was specifically just to get get close enough to the governor to ask him some some pointed questions. Um right. he doesn't you know, want to answer any. Absolutely not. He won't say any he won't say anything in in the media unless, unless you're it's the mainstream media. Unless He'll it's talk to you. unless it's scripted. Yeah. 
And right. even, you know, even, uh, you know, nobody asked the pointed questions. And so that's what we went there to do was to was to put some pressure on him and to make him answer to the things that he has done to local businesses here in New Hampshire and to the citizens mm-hmm. that he supposedly is supposed to be representing, you know. Um, and it was I got, I got a little bit of flack because we went in there with masks on and that was by design so that we could get in there and get set up and. All's fair in love and war. That's right. You know, sometimes, sometimes you have, you know, you use disguises. It's no different. That's absolutely. We just wanted to not get noticed until we were they firmly the planted. Same thing to, they do the same thing to us. You know, they send an agent into our midst. They're not going to be putting a mask on. Right? You want to? You want to talk about unmarked police cars? Yeah. Or, or, or the police officer that was at the event that refused to identify himself in plain clothes. You mean the uh-huh. governor's guard? Yes. Uh-huh. yes. Well, well, yeah. the interesting thing was since you bring him up, normally. Sununu and his predecessors as well in New Hampshire, the governor has one agent that's assigned to them generally. Okay, right. they're, they're with them all the time. They're just their personal bodyguard. It's not like New York. I don't know how many people this Cuomo guy's got assigned to him, but it's going to be it's got to be way more than one. He's probably got a phalanx of cops yeah. assigned to him. So it's there's way less as far as the sort of government structure here in in New Hampshire. But since Sununu has been targeted at his house by multiple protests, of which I have attended. I think Captain Ewan was yeah. one of them. The first um, one, I think. Yeah. And so, you know, we've done multiple weekly protests at this guy's house. And he had dozens of cops. There were at dozens. least two dozen cops there when you got arrested yes. for standing around yep. uh, during a candlelight vigil. <laughs> and I figured that, I figured he'd have more than one agent with him just given all of the action. Nope, it was just one. apparently just one guy. We blindsided him. And you guys got to ask him some really poignant questions. There's more coming up here. 603-283-6160. If you want to join us, this is Free Talk Live. Yep, it is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything here. The number is 603-283-6160. We were talking about the mask-free flash mob that showed up today at a local lefty granola grocer here <laughs> in Keene. The, the hippie grocery, as I like to call it. Yeah, the Monadnock Co-op. Uh, I, like I said, I don't shop at the place, so I didn't feel like I should be going into it. But I did stay on the outside, got some good footage out there. Uh, Joa from Breaking the Flaw got some great footage on the inside. So I'm putting together a video, sort of like an overview uh, of what happened using both of those uh, camera views. And then uh, also Skyler is here from Savage Truth 603, which you can check him out on YouTube uh, you got some footage which I haven't had a chance to even look at yet. So if I can, you know, if I can mix it all together, I will. Um, that'll be coming out later on the Freaking YouTube channel. Maybe if they don't shut down my channel, I had somebody actually challenge a eleven year old video on my channel over the last few. Are you days. sure it's somebody? Well, or I an algorithm. Right. Maybe it is an because, algorithm. Yeah. Because this has been happening on multiple social medias where they change the algorithm and then they go ahead and they just 
apply it to everything regardless yeah. of the date. So people have been getting flagged for stuff they posted a decade ago huh. and, you know, given, you know, a ban or a 30-day timeout or whatever it is these social media companies decide to do because they change their algorithm every now and again. And uh, then it goes back and it sort of looks for anything that's ever been posted that yeah. violates whatever. Well, the, the craziest thing was it was a 15-second long promo for freekeen.com. Oh, weird. I mean, it's... There's not much yeah, content that's... in this thing at all. And so, you know, I'm like, what is it that was so offensive? It said it was like harmful and dangerous content. And like the worst this uh, thing shows is somebody getting arrested. You know, like a clip of somebody getting handcuffs I mean, put on them. It is harmful and dangerous yeah. to get arrested. But it's <laughs> it's effectively news content. Right. You know, it's like, what was it? When I showed it to the group here, the, the local uh, libertarian chat on Telegram, Vincent, former co-host here on Free Talk Live, said, oh, it must have been the Gadsden. Because apparently at like one point in one of the video clips, oh, yeah, somebody the, uh, in the background the has a Gadsden yeah. flag. It was like at a protest where there's, you know, 130 people or That's whatever. madness. And I, I, but, but I don't know. I don't know what it was that triggered this thing. Yeah. And you never and, will. Well, and the, the, here's the other thing. There was another one with just Penn Gillette saying he wants to move to Keene. That one got tripped and that Horrible. one didn't have a gadsden flag in uh, horrifying. it horrifying now i appealed both of them yeah these are both 15 second long mint you know little promos they said okay the pen one's fine but the other one is no good it violates our hateful or harmful you know dangerous po- policy uh. and so i've got a strike on the channel because of that so maybe this video will make it to freaking or maybe the channel's going to get taken down soon uh but luckily we've got a library channel and so one of the things i want to do is make a library promotional video i mean i've talked about library before yeah i've written blog posts about library we've had uh, the free King youtube channel has been backed up by library and it saved it saved our ass a couple of times with a couple of videos that youtube took down yeah. and library preserved so like it's worked i'm a fan of it and i i have been wanting to focus more on library and now you know i've got the extra reason to say all right look let's put a promo video for library on the youtube channel to actually direct people over before they shut us down man i remember before google bought youtube when youtube was actually cool and it would show (laughs) you know videos by actual people that were popular or made popular by actual people now if you if you sign out of all of your Google stuff, and then go to YouTube.com. See what's on the front page. See what's on the front page. It's all very much well-produced content by like all of the big media companies. Yeah, MSNBC, people, yeah. sponsored people, all that kind of stuff. So it's gone total corporate. It's it's saying. so disgusting. So all of that's going on here. We uh, went to this grocery store. We don't get back into that, but also take your calls. So let's talk to Jerome. He's on the line in South Carolina. Jerome, listening to WTMA. Go ahead. In Charleston. Yeah, I'm. First of all, I'm not moving to Keene, Okay. Oh, thank so you goodness. You don't have anything to worry about. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind uh, going I out for a drink with you, Jerome. But day. we definitely don't need yeah. more liberals moving here. No. Yeah. Right. Hey, did you hear that? Uh, Ron or conservatives, for that on. matter. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm not a conservative. You can buy. You can bet on that. Well, we know that. Not much. after Ron, especially after Ron Johnson. That dummy. Ron Johnson. Uh, yeah. You mean Who's Ron that? Paul? Who talk about? Yeah, he's he's one of Trump's bootlickers. Ron Johnson? Yeah. Who is he? That's his real name, okay? What does he do? Pick it up with him. Yeah, he said that um, the insurrection or the riot, you know, where all the crazy, all the white people went crazy. Why we got to put race into it, bro? Well, what was the racial makeup of the crowd? I don't know. Do we want to... 
I wasn't. You didn't see I don't know, but I'll tell you this, Jerome. Hold on, I'll tell you this. I mean, I'm in New Hampshire, which isn't the most diverse uh, place. Oh, racially, you don't need to tell but, me the racial makeup well, of New hey, Hampshire. Hey, are you going to listen to what I have to say here? Because I went to one I'm of these. Listening. Uh, listen, I went to look. I don't support Trump, and you know that, Jerome. You you called the show back. I don't support any president. I don't want a federal government, but. Uh, after Trump, you know, lost the election, they had these stop the steal rallies in Concord, and, and I, you know, I would, I just wanted to go to do outreach. I want to talk to people about secession. So I've been to Black Lives Matter. I've been to the Stop the Steal. I don't care wherever people are, wherever there's a group of people, I'm going to be there so I can give them information about whatever it was I want to give them information about. And in this case, I was there hey. to talk about secession. Hold on, Jerome. Hold on. There were two guys at this New Hampshire protest. Who were black guys who spoke oh, at the protest? That, okay? Don't give me There you go. Now there you go. Now. You brought it up. Oh, what is the race going to bring up? A, yeah, you brought it you up. Hey, listen, if there was two black guys there at this rally of 100 people, that is that the... The, the percentage there is way better that like way higher yeah. than the percentage in New Hampshire in general because it's a it's a it's a predominantly white state so if there's a if there you was a couple black people there that's a, that's a, that you know that's a huge that's a that's huge a support big deal yeah yes. they were well spoken they uh, they spoke at the event and I thought, oh here you go here you go well spoken ah okay hey but uh, he said that he wasn't worried about all the all the crazy wackos. At that insurrection in, in Washington D.C., but he said if they were black and they were protesting Obama, um, uh, you know, complaining about an election, then see, this he is what you're missing, worried. Jerome. I guarantee you, there were black people in that group of people in Washington D.C., and there were probably Asian people and you know Indian people and all kinds of people. I mean, you'd be surprised at how diverse the Trump fans are, Jerome. Look. He brought, up, he brought up race, okay? He did it. I didn't do you it. You called in he to bring it up. Yeah, he did. Talking yeah, about he did. race? He brought Wait, up the race. I need to make a point right now, my man. All right. Um, I'm okay, a white man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a, Jeremy Davis Jr. Hey, I'm a white man, and and I was and I was <laughs> oh, arrested. I know, you are. I know I was arrested for putting two stickers up, bro. Like uh-huh. we've seen we've seen people burn cities down, black, white, blue, brown, gay, straight. It doesn't matter, but. I I am a white man who who was arrested for two stickers and and for having trying to have a candlelight vigil. So, look, he said he would not have been worried. He wasn't worried that the people acting like that were white. If they were black, that would be a problem for him. Well, there's okay. a plenty there's of racist people, word. Jerome. Yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, plenty of racist people in Washington D.C. and it sounds like you found another one. I mean, it, that's not a surprise. Sounds like maybe you, you are know, one. If that, well, it could be. You know, he he is a little obsessed with race. When you're obsessed with race, <laughs> you're inherently racist. I do have Scott the Bigot on the line. Should we conference Ooh, Scott call these the two? Bigot, bro? <laughs> and Jerome, is this a fight to the death? I don't Time know. Will war. <laughs> See, hang on. Uh, 603-283-6160. You can join us here. You can bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday show. Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. Go there now. Click on Get Started at the top of the page. Once you do that, you'll find a cornucopia of information neatly organized for your needs. If you're a knowledgeable crypto user, check out news.bitcoin.com where you can get the latest headlines. Bitcoin.com is your source for buying cryptocurrency, getting a wallet app, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news, all on a slick and easy-to-use website, all put together by the best minds in the business to teach you about cryptocurrency. Bitcoin.com.
603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio with you tonight, you've got Ian. I am Skylar with Savage Truth 603. And the Reverend Captain Kickass is here. And also, for a long time, liberty-minded people have wanted a directory of freedom-friendly businesses. And now you got it. It's liberty.menu. It is a great little tool, and it's free to use. So if there's something that you do, maybe you're a content creator, like Savage Truth 603. Yeah. Uh, or maybe you've got an event that you want to promote, like ForkFest or the Porcupine Freedom Festival or some other thing. Uh, you can do those things and or just promote your business there over at liberty.menu. It's exclusively for individuals who reject the initiation of force and those who agree to abide by the ethics of the non-aggression principle, which means our next two callers do not qualify. <laughs> uh, but you can over at liberty.menu. We're going to go. We're going to bring Jerome back on the line here, but I do want to just bring in Scott the Bigot. Uh, Jerome does want to talk to you, Scott. Now, I, I just wanted to get you on here because I know you were calling for another reason. You were on hold before we took uh, Jerome's call. So what was uh, what was the point of your call tonight? Before, uh, good evening, uh, Ian Schuyler uh, and Captain. Uh, this is my uh, point that I call. Uh, using the words of Martin Luther King, uh, since Jerome's on the uh, I have a dream. I have a dream, too, and this is my dream. I have a dream that 70 to 80 million, 100 million unemployed hungry, homeless, furious Americans, disenfranchised, uh, will rise up against this evil Zionist-occupied government. And when so people don't think that I'm talking in double talk, what do I mean by Zionist-occupied government? Uh, if I need to spell it out, I will. Uh, the same folks that control Wall Street, uh, the media, Michael Bloomberg, Lloyd Blank, Fina, Goldman Sachs. Now, what would that Solberg, rise up? Family. You're talking about a rise up. What would that look like? What do you think that means? Uh, it would look like uh, 100 million Americans marching on Washington, armed uh, with their uh, firearms, which uh, they have under the U.S. Constitution, the Second Amendment. Uh, and I want to see the overthrow of the United States government. I know what I'm saying. Now, when you say the overthrow, that suggests that you want someone to take the power. You want to overthrow the existing structure and someone to take right. over? So that's who, right. So who would be the takeover people that's a very good question uh maybe but you asked me a question and i will give you an answer and not sugarcoat it uh maybe someone along the lines of uh if, if there could be a coalition made between uh the oath keepers the proud boys the three percenters are uh, right-wing groups that the what FBI, if i don't want anybody to take over what if i don't want anyone to control my life well you're going to have somebody to fill the void and uh you See, right that's now the problem also, be, care- be careful who you call right wing, because I'm sure that there are plenty of three percenters out there that would not appreciate being called right wing. I want to bring Jerome on the line here. Jerome, uh, you just heard Scott the Bigot's plans. He wants to take down the federal government. You're on the line with Scott the Bigot. Your thoughts? He's an anti-Semite. He makes no. He makes no. He doesn't cover that up very good. Hey, hey, Scott, did you like the yeah. Oklahoma uh, basketball announcer and what he said about the women's team taking the knee? Did you like that comment? What was that? Huh? I, I hadn't heard about. I didn't that. even hear that. I didn't even hear. Well, that. hey, turn the news on. They'll play it enough for you. He, he made a racial slur because the, the women's team took a knee. I said, and then he said the reason he did is because he's diabetic. That's a damn lie. Is that the you guy know with what? the hot I'm mic? I'm a diabetic. I'm a diabetic. I don't use language like that because of my diabetes, okay? <laughs> I don't call I don't use that as an excuse to, to use a racist slur on a bunch of innocent women just for um, they, a mild protest 
about um, you know inequality in this country. Hey, Jerome, hang on for okay? a minute. Jerome, hang on for a minute. I believe you're talking about was this the guy who got caught with the hot mic? Yeah. Okay. I have I have he heard this. Put so. that hot mic in his butt. An announcer at a poker. I like his butt. Yeah, an announcer <laughs> at this women's basketball game thought the mic was off or muted or whatever, and it was not. Yeah. And he ended up saying some pretty hateful terms. Oh my! Yeah. Yes, yeah. and be, yeah. and it was broadcast towards over the, the loudspeaker. T- towards who? The when he yeah. used the N word. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. bad news. Oh, I got another one for you. I got another one for you. Oh. Georgetown's kicking Creighton's ass in basketball. Creighton basketball coach, he said, oh, we can't leave the plantation. Gets a one-game suspension. Now he's back on the sidelines coaching. Oh, I couldn't wait to play right, for Jerome, a guy like that. Scott if the I was a, a player. To, let's give the, the bigot a chance to respond. Go ahead, Scott. Uh, I have a semite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you call me an anti-semite. I'm proud to be an anti-semite. You are. You don't make any bones about it. I, I I am proud of it because first of all I'm Jewish and uh and, and I'm a Oh you Jew. can't be Jewish. Oh you oh, can't be yes. anti Semite because yes, you're Jewish, huh? Oh yeah. You can't be an anti Semite if you're Jewish. No, I think he's saying he is. I think he's admitting oh, yeah. okay. I'm, I'm a I'm a self hating Jew and I'll tell you why, oh. Jerome, why I, I, I <laughs> despise the Jewish people. I see a lot of evil in the world, and when I mean evil, I'm talking about the let's start with the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve was created in 1913. It's the Rothschild Personal Bank. It has brought untold misery to the United States. It's lost 97% of its value. It has enslaved the American people. And I meant, I, I heard you mention, Ian, uh, Ron Paul, uh, Dr. Paul. Ron Johnson. For, he is definitely for destroying the Federal Reserve, taking it down. But the power Ron of the Johnson. will never take it no, down. No, no, no. Jerome, he's talking about Ron Paul is a completely different oh, person. He, he's a clown. Well, okay. Oh, right. Careful. Well, that's finally, that's my granddad, bro. Yeah, finally we're going to disagree on something here. Uh, <laughs> Ron Paul's a, a clown. No, so, so Jerome, what do you think? Too. Jerome, what do you think His about? A clown. Hold on, Jerome. What, what do you think about what Scott said about the Federal Reserve? I mean, can can we come to, together on this one? Like that, you know? Do you agree that it should be gotten rid of? That we don't need the government money that's being inflated? What do you think about that? Look, all I can say is this. In this country, we can always do better, okay? that's that, There's no question about that. That's my own response to all this like, government talk. We can always do better to benefit everyone. Okay, so and, does that mean you the longer, would support— And the sooner we do that, the better it will be for our country. Okay, does that mean that you do support the takedown of the Federal Reserve? No, I don't support— I, I'm not going to commit to something like that. All I can say is we can always do better. Okay, all right. Uh, oh, I just dropped him off the line. I didn't mean to do that. So uh, thank you. I uh, wanted to ask Jerome a question. I, I, I don't uh, think he's there anymore. It. I wonder what he thinks of our Reverend Farrakhan. Farrakhan? Oh. Yeah, because Farrakhan, I agree with a lot of his views. I think he's a great man. <laughs> and I think that he speaks. He's, I think that he speaks very well for the Nation of Islam, which oh, is an organization God. that I It's a hate-filled group of people that likely murdered Malcolm X. Thank you for the call uh, tonight, Scott the Bigot. And apologies to Jerome. I didn't mean to to, uh, to hit the drop button. Scott continues to surprise me. (laughs) With his hatred? Yeah. (laughs) Stupidity knows no bounds, my friends. Like... Yeah, just when you think you you know you know all of the the you know the tricks he's gonna pull out of his bag of goodies when he calls, <laughs> uh, he just slides a new one in there. You're like, I, I, I okay, leaves you kind of speechless. You're like, how? My, how do we, 
Where do we where do we go from here? My Next flabber thing you know, he, is gasted. Yeah, Next thing you know, he joins gasted, yeah. the uh, the Nation of Islam as their newest uh, self hating Jewish member. Yeah, okay. How can you be like? I feel like man, you got you, your life must be really bad if you are like if you hate yourself for your own lineage. Yeah, that's rough, bro. And hate everybody else at the same time. I mean that the man is just full of hatred. Yes, and uh, it's it's sad. Tough way to live. Six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. Well, you know they they couldn't really come together on on anything there, but yeah, it was it could have been worse. I suppose yeah. it wasn't a train wreck. No, it wasn't. I uh, I anticipated train wreck, so anything <laughs> not train wreck is a bonus. Six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. That's our number. You can bring up what you want here. We were talking earlier about this mask-free flash mob that hit a grocery store here in Keene, New Hampshire today. Uh, video is available on the Breaking the Flaw YouTube channel right now because Joe was there. He streamed live for like an hour, so you get everything from when they were walking in towards you know when they left the. Pr- uh, the premises after the police came. Uh, it's going to make for, for a really interesting video once I can put everything together. But, uh, Skylar, you went inside the, the grocery store, and this was your first time doing this. I remember seeing there was there was another event in Nashua where Footloose and some other guys went to a Hannaford grocery store there. And that one, they got kicked out uh, when the police came. They were told they were trespassed for a year. Uh, this one went way better. I had to say than the way than the one that did it uh, at Hannaford. We'll talk a little bit more about it. 603-283-6160 and you can share your thoughts with us. Is this going on where you live? It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, the show where you can call in to take control of the airwaves. Our number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Here in the studio, you got Ian. I am Skyler with Savage Truth 603. And I am Captain Kickass. We got a lot to talk about. Of course, open phones means you can call in to bring up anything you want. The overarching topic tonight, and I wish it didn't have to be, was these damn masks. You just keep shoving them in people's faces. Now, to be fair, there are some states that are finally rolling back the mask yeah, mandates. There's now 15 mask-free states Really, my last count. Wow. And strangely, New Hampshire is not one of them. The so, well, it's not strange at this point. I mean, no, it's not. The so-called "live free or die" state has been less than uh, stellar in the last year. It's been a real disappointment. Uh, New Hampshire, I expected better from the to people say the least. here. I really did. I expected more pushback. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you live in Concord, Skyler. I imagine it's almost as bad, if not worse, there than here in Keene. And there's, I was in Walmart the other day, and it was total compliance, with the exception of me and Bonnie. We were the only two people in the store. Nobody nobody pushes it. And it's really funny when they like people look at me, and you can see the reaction like come across their face. Like they see like this, and then they see the rest of my face, and they're like, wow, he, he, he's smiling at me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is abnormal, but I really like it. Yep. You know what I mean? It's weird to be, like, the exception because people can see my whole face, and I have a beard. Yeah, how dystopian yep. is it that normal face is now the exception? Yeah. Yep, it's crazy. Uh, and so we're going to continue with your calls and thoughts. We were talking about a mask-free protest sort of thing, shopping event that went on today. We can get back into that, but we're going to go to your calls first. Uh, first up, he is Ben in South Carolina. Ben listening on the radio to WTMA there in Charleston. Thank you. Yes, Ben. Uh, well, actually, it's Alex in Myrtle's Inlet. Okay, I really screwed that one up. In Myrtle, uh, in Myrtle Beach. But I do listen to WTMA. All right, well, uh, I don't know how the hell that happened. Go ahead, uh, Alex. <laughs> sorry about that. 
hey, it's all good. You know, down here in the South, we just take it easy and we're, hey, it's okay. Cool. Uh, uh, quickly, yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to talk about the mask thing. And after, honestly, that time, I want a quick, quickly after that about uh, Cuomo, not their sexual harassment things. But anyway, but quickly, I, I have to respond to Jerome. I was born and raised in Charleston, South Carolina. I went to school. I was listening to Jerome. I love listening, hearing Jerome on your show. Uh, and the reason, and you know what? I love listening to your show because it's the one show that gets back to reality. I mean, you guys hey, have, thanks. I think, the best show. Yeah. And, that. uh, but listen to Jerome. He is a product of, listen, I was born, I'm not the same age as Jerome, but probably a little, I'm a little younger. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I think I'm an independent. I'm all over. And listen, actually, the more I listen to you guys, the more I'm thankful I'm not Republican or Democrat. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I'm still trying to get there. It's a work in progress. But Jerome is a product of, my, all four of my grandparents were Republicans. Here in the South, mm-hmm. South Carolina, and there, I don't recall any kind of racial anything ever being said, not anything like this or that. And one, some of my, two of my, one set of my grandparents went out in the country, and you know, and I mean, people out there had Confederate flags. It wasn't about like you know KKK. It was nothing like that. But mm-hmm. Jerome's a part of where these politicians get in and they sell them this hatred. And I'm quickly, and I'm going to get the subject. I lived for about a year in Williamsburg County uh, in South Carolina with Jim Clyburn, who was my representative. And he just pushes this hatred, which unfortunately people like Jerome and Jim Clyburn and others, and I'll say Barack Obama, use this hatred to corral people into voting a certain way. That's what I called. Well, it's it's I, about – hold on. Before you, before you go on, though, it, it's it's really about dividing people. Yes. Yes, uh, it is. That's the politician's game. They want to divide people, and they divide them on false lines. Like there are actual divisions between people as far as what they believe and what they don't. That's fine. People are different, and they're, you know, variety is the spice of life and all that. Uh, but they use it in a very hateful manner. They they want you to fear the other and hate them, right? Rather than just simply allowing that person to be, allowing that person to have the life that they want, whether it be a trans person or whether it be a you know straight person or whatever, just letting them have their life. They want you to think that oh, that person's a threat to you. Well, and for example, right now the way politicians and the media are spinning the whole mask thing is they want the mask people to hate the non-mask people mm-hmm. that's well, the, they, right. they, they yeah. spin. fear them too. yes absolutely but but i mean i've seen people freak out to a point like you were talking about the the lady today that you bumped into at your flash mob event where you know she almost broke down in tears because of how she felt about seeing somebody unmasked. And, I mean, people will freak out on you just for being normal-faced. Well, there was a, there's actually video footage in the video from Joa uh, from Breaking the Flaw where an old guy is actually threatening to hit another old guy. Yeah. for He's got like a rolled-up uh, bunch of nickels in his hands. And he's ready to to you know wow. sock him in the face because he's not wearing a mask. He told me he hopes I die. Yeah, that's right. He was outside he said, later. He said, "I hope that you die." <laughs> so, so wait oh, a minute. Nice. Let me let me wait. Let me get this straight. So you're wearing two face diapers so that you can prevent people from dying, right? But you but hope I die. die. Yeah. That's, that's what he said. Something doesn't work. All right, Alex. What else? Yeah. Well, quickly on top of that, I'd say for a number of years I did live in Charleston and downtown Charleston. But if you know anything about it, so 
really a hot spot food and beverage. I worked down there in the hospitality business, food and beverage, restaurants. And I can tell there's real repercussions in that when, I remember when Bush was in office, and I quickly got off it. When Bush was in, people had the radio on, I'm not getting the details, fashion Bush, fashion Bush. And as soon as Barack Obama was elected, you didn't talk about Barack Obama. He was, he was, he was like a saint. Yeah. And, and then um, fast forward, before I left Charleston with Trump, people could bash so You really, you could not say something about, it depends on who was running for president. And they got, and there were repercussions. I remember really actually incidents and actually with, um, it got political down. If you've ever worked in a kitchen, a restaurant, mm. hey, things should get like, yeah, pretty hot. So I don't want to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> the mass thing. I live here and actually it's Myrtle's Inlet, Myrtle Beach, Myrtle's Inlet. And, and I, I love your show because you guys really get down to like reality. I think more people. You got to spit it out, man. Get to the point. Okay. Uh, and that's the mass thing. Joe Biden talked about the mass thing and giving this speech. Oh, well, I have the 4th of July, maybe one day. Listen, I live right here in Myrtle Beach, Myrtle's Inlet. And we had this on Surfside Beach. There's a big barbecue, and people are there. And I just and today I took my dog to the beach. I rode down the Marsh Walk with all these restaurants, people out there, and the, the restaurants are packed. And you know what I'm saying? It's so like wait, are like people wearing masks in these restaurants, or are they uh, mask free? I don't know. I didn't go into them, but okay. I know that I I just drove down that way by this restaurant. The restaurants right, so are packed. You saw a lot of cars out there. That's good. Out. That's good. I'm glad to see the people are going out. Alex, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Dave is in uh, Washington State. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, how's it going, man? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's, uh, the difference between Washington and Idaho is literally night and day. Um, just before the count started getting into the teens of the rest of the states jumping on board with this no mask crap, Mm-hmm. Well, Idaho already did their big mask burning day. I mean, we had burn barrels all over the state, nice. and people Proud were you, bro. chucking their masks because nice. they realize this is a psychological crap game. This isn't. This has nothing to do with the flu bug. This is all psychological and political. So yeah. we said, no, we ain't doing it. So ain't doing it. Yeah, I saw some of the pictures from that. It looked great. They had like little kids going up and dropping their, you know, dropping masks in these big uh, oil can, you know, can fires. Just it was really impressive. I I hope that uh, we see similar things happening here in New Hampshire this coming week. One thing I will say is that masks do not burn like they that you would expect them to. They just melt. I found this out at Forkfest last year when uh, my band Fud played a set at the campsite yep. and we attempted to burn a mask and yeah we <laughs> should have melted. yeah we should have poured some lighter fluid on it or so we had you know an extinguisher prepped and some water you yeah. know that kind of a thing fire safety first right but we went to burn it like during the show and it just wouldn't light i was so upset <laughs> you didn't try it beforehand that's what you should have prepared well we only had one <laughs> that's good <laughs> <laughs> i think we found it on the, the ground somewhere you know yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, so Dave. You guys all out on the uh, what I consider East Coast, or yeah. you know, out out east, east, eastwards of uh, say past uh, your past Montana. This and, is New Hampshire. Yeah, <laughs> New Hampshire. We're, yeah, we're definitely past Montana. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, it's kind of weird because I'm 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 50 years old. I live off grid. Um, I'm tucked up in the corner in the woods. Off grid means no, I don't have battery banks and solar panels mm. and all that junk. Yeah. And I don't have, so I don't get corrupted with all your CNN, NBC, CBS, ABC. 
None of that BS. Well, the I'm only- glad you're still somehow able to watch our video feed. <laughs> so thanks for, uh, that's, that's how he said he was watching yep. us tonight. Uh, thanks for being out there, Dave. I do appreciate it. We got another hour, two hours actually to go here. We got a full three hour long show every single night, seven nights a week. If you want to join us, you can. Our number is 603 283 6160. You can bring up anything you want. It doesn't have to be, you know, mask related or whatever. You can take control of the airwaves here. This is Free Talk Live. Hour two is next. Do you feel like your nation, state, or community no longer holds your values? Have you dreamt of a place where people agree that liberty is important and are free to pursue their projects so long as they respect the property of others? There are many people just like you that are discovering FreePrivateCities.com. Their social media links are at the upper right of the page at FreePrivateCities.com. All skill levels will be needed when the first of the Free Private Cities opens. It's sooner than you think. Stop arguing and build. FreePrivateCities.com Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, and we're kicking off the second hour here. Plenty of time. If you want to join us, you can. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We were talking about a mask-free flash mob that hit a local grocery store here, a co-op, here in the Monadnock region today. Uh, video footage is up. The raw footage from uh, Joa from Breaking the Flaw, if you want to check it out now, unedited, you know, as it happened, it's all there. And, well, of course, it's not all there, only his perspective. There's a, there was, I don't know, two dozen people there today. I just oh, a rough, at least, yeah. Rough guess uh, of the That's number great. of people. Yeah, and a, a wide range of ages. There were some elderly uh, people there, and including one lady that was actually a member of the co-op. Uh, I don't know how many of the, the people there were members, but there was at least one of them uh, that that was not happy with them mandating masks and refusing service to people that have medical exemptions. So that was the reason they were targeted. We can continue with that discussion here in a moment. But uh, first, let's go back to your phone calls and thoughts. We actually have been in South Carolina. I mixed up the lines earlier. I called him oh, and he see. wasn't there. Now he's here. Ben in South Carolina. You're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, hey, Ian. Uh, hey, Captain. What's happening? Yo. Uh, great Skyler's here, tonight, too, from Savage usual. Street 603. Go ahead. Uh, so, I apologize. Uh, no so um, I, I had uh, a few weeks ago, I don't know if you remember, I had my counseling call into the show from Charleston. That's where, that's where I live. And uh, he told you a little bit about how uh, he was the only one on city council here that was has been opposed to the mask mandate that is just in our municipality um, since the beginning. He's the only one on council. Mm. And uh, our governor just recently came out just in the last few days. Uh, we never had a mandate, but he sort of had a recommendation. And um, he even <clears throat> made a formal statement that he was removing that statement and that uh, municipalities could not, uh, you know, overly enforce a mask mandate. You know, that if any reasonable exceptions were okay, but that, you know, he's from the beginning has been pretty, uh, very conservative in the fact that he won't, uh, he won't mandate masks in the state. However, our mayor is the absolute 
polar opposite of that man. And uh, my councilman, I don't want to say his name, but uh, I told him about your show, Mm -hmm. and I had him call in to tell you guys, and there now is a huge push uh, about how he is a racist. He is uh, this massive... um, uh, what do you say? It's uh, uh, white supremacist, and they are trying desperately to have him removed from council, and they've created a code of conduct uh, now. Um, is there any so truth that, to the allegation that he is a white supremacist? Yeah, listen, absolutely, absolutely not. I've I have known him since uh, since since his his campaign. He's the youngest person to ever be elected wow. to, to, to that seat, and, I mean, to, yeah, actually to our council, and I helped him through his campaign, and I know him very well. I talk to him two or three times a week. So you and, think they've created uh, this code of conduct? Girlfriend at one point. Black girlfriend, okay. You think that uh, they've created a code of conduct to violate, you know, give him an easy excuse to well, violate what, it and boot him out? Yeah, they, they have created this code of conduct because he is not afraid to write things on like his social media or to do interviews and to say what he thinks about some of these ridiculous uh, ordinances and mm. that he, you know, that he doesn't support it. Like the, for instance, the after 11 music and uh, the masks outside, you know, here we have to wear a mask from the time you get out of your car until the time you get back in your or else car what? until you get to your house or else what? Well, that's, that's the thing, you know, uh, where I happen to work and you may remember, I told you about the livability department here. Who's mm. enforcing this. Oh, right. There's uh, like a special it's, court. It's, uh, it's run. It's run by a person that is appointed by the mayor. And he has an incredible yeah, For our listeners power. that don't recall what you're talking about, you're, you're talking about basically Charleston, South Carolina, has some sort of special, quote-unquote, livability court, right? Right, right. And it, it, is, an, it is from scratch, a fake Well, what happens, court. though? Like, if you don't put a mask on, if you're just going about, you know, doing your business and wherever, and you're not wearing a mask, what's going to happen? Oh, well, <clears throat> so I can give you a great example. And if you look it up, you can find it. Uh, there was a lady that was in Target that uh, didn't have a mask on. She had her child with her. She has a medical exception. And uh, she was approached in the store by two of the mask police that work for the livability department. And that's what they do. They walk around, look for people without masks, write tickets. And they're not deputized. They're not... Uh, I mean, th- these are just regular Joes. You know I mean? I, and these are the kind of people yeah. you can just walk away from. What kind of a you person I mean? yeah. takes that kind of a job? I don't understand. Little tyrant. It, somebody who has no power. Well, listen, it gets great. It gets better because they put this woman in tears, uh, you know, harassing her about the mask and wanting to see her proof of uh, a... Um, Exemption. An exemption, which she has no obligation and, to provide. Was, I was right. going to say, well, does, does she know, have an obligation boss, in that state? Because her, New boss, her boss, uh, who's on record, you know, he did an interview, and he said that he has instructed his uh, people to write a ticket anyways. If you have an exemption, 
and you can explain it to the judge. And uh, I don't even know if that's legal, that you have to present it to the court, because the court, like I said, is totally made up. This is a, this is a court for people who leave their trash cans out overnight. And well, I mean, all courts are totally through. made up, but I get uh, I get what you're saying here, uh, Ben. This, this is the, yeah, this is a court for people who didn't like how the regular court works, so they made up another one. So are you saying people have actually received tickets that you're aware of? I ha- I know one person that has received five. Wow. And the first one is $100, and then everyone after that is 500 Officers hand out uh, 47 citations for downtown mask violations. This is uh Yeah, Charleston, listen, and South they Carolina. will, yeah, and they'll go out and brag. You know, they have the newspaper behind them. Uh, they have a newspaper writing these editorials, making fun of people who don't wear masks, making fun of people who, uh, you know, are, are, are quote unquote so stupid as to not understand the science behind the mask. What happens to somebody if they don't pay the the fine? Well, they can they can swear out a warrant. And uh, this, you know, I told you last time that if you know that I hope that I get a ticket because I'm going to ask for jail time. Yeah, I'm and, curious to know because a lot of times when I ask well, that question, people don't know. Yeah. You know, what happens well, yeah, then? I, right. I have found an answer to that since I talked to you last, and the judge that presides over the fake court, uh, he has thrown a college student in jail because of his uh, con- continued loud music and partying stuff that his complaints about by his uh, neighbor. Wow. Made him spend the night in jail. Just one night? I, I To tell you the truth, Ian, I can't remember if it See, was this one is a night. Question. It, was a short, it was a short amount of time, but it was, it was jail. Here's you what know, you need they, to figure- they detained him in jail for uh, a livability offense. Yeah, it's, cu- it's curious. And thank you, uh, Ben. I, I'm curious, too. What is the punishment there? Because here in New Hampshire, if you don't pay a fine, it's 150 bucks a day in jail. But let's talk about HB 43, which alleviates everybody from fines or um, their licenses being revoked. Well, this is versus everything. This yeah. is a House bill. That's right. Uh, do you know what the status of that particular bill is? So it went through the House. I think it still has to go through the Senate. It um, passed? It passed the I House? think it passed the House. It has to go through the Senate. And the governor, when asked when he would, if he would veto it or approve it, chuckled. That, his response was a chuckle. That's right. That's right. That he didn't go derp. Classic tyrant response. Total tyrant. Yeah, absolutely. All right. There's more on the way here. 603-283-6160. You're invited to join us here on the radio. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you, as always, are invited. If you want to join us here, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You know, everybody's always talking about buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin. Well, that's boring as hell. How about earning some Bitcoin and getting paid with it? That's the way to do it. It is money, after all. Now, if you want to earn Bitcoin... And other great cryptocurrencies at your business, AnyPayX.com can help you. Your customers will love it, and everyone in town is going to be talking about your store being the Bitcoin store. And it's just fun. Get the free app and start earning Bitcoin at your business, AnyPayX.com. That's AnyPayX.com. We have one of the founders of AnyPayX with us as well. He's Derek J. Freeman. Hey, Derek. What a coincidence. Hey, guys. 
<laughs> hey, so there's some uh, here's a good life hack. If you're doing something that is going to make people nervous, that's like carrying a gun or walking into a store without a mask on or today, both <laughs> or both. That's I did gonna, both today. Or both. That's going to make people nervous, okay? So just realize that as a human being on the planet, you have a brain, you're going to make people nervous if you're doing things like like that today. But 90% of communication is nonverbal. And so people are looking for visual cues to see, is this person a threat? Like you see someone and you you need to cross the street because they're making you nervous. You know, that's totally normal. And here's the life hack that is going to allow you to be one of these people who might make people nervous because you don't want to wear a mask or maybe you do want to wear a, a, a firearm on your hip or whatever you're doing. Here it is. It's the easiest thing. And you're going to increase your freedom 500%. Okay. Just do this. Th- these three things. First one's the, the hardest one. Wear a clean, ironed, collared shirt and tuck it into your pants. I guarantee you will increase your freedom 100% just doing this one thing. People will look at you differently if you're wearing a collared shirt that's ironed and clean. What, what they see when you walk so into dress a store. dress like Derek J. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> Fine dresser, like by the me. way. An absolutely amazing dresser. Snazzy, yeah. It's, look, it's, it's, a, it's a game, right? Like I don't actually dress for myself. I dress for other people. Because you're you're playing a trick, you're giving them visual cues about who you are, and what a, either are you a danger or are you safe? And so I can walk right into any store without a mask because people can look at me and say, "Okay, that guy's not a threat, right?" And and if I had a big, I I'm I'm not picking on any individual. Seriously. Oh, here comes the beard <laughs> comment. If, beard. if I had a big. <laughs> scraggly hair <laughs> emanating from my head i look like maybe a, maybe that person i should stay away from them maybe maybe that you know person i, I don't know there's don't yeah so i, I don't <laughs> well somebody okay. did call you intimidating today right Didn't that's, they, that's uh, actually yeah, the 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 intimidating comment yes yeah it was, was it kind of directed at me but yeah 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 yeah, he, it he, may have not been you. It may have been someone else. Seriously, you know. And so, but here, here are the three. Let me just run through them real quick. I mean, Wear a clean shirt. Skyler's a big guy. I mean, he's he yeah. is uh, just there's. I mean, if you did put on a nice shirt, it probably would make you a little less intimidated. I could not agree true. more. No, I, I agree 100%. People are intimidated by but me. At, but at the same time, you know, there is something to be said for being yourself, right? Yes. And, and wearing yeah, the thing totally. that you want to wear. You should be able to wear whatever you want to wear. You should be able to go everywhere naked for you know what I think. <laughs> You're just saying this is how people look at, at people. But yeah, in reality, there are people out there and we, we live in a society. So there's other people and they've got their own fears and their own things. But this, it doesn't diminish your freedom very much to just put on a clean shirt. And then, okay, number two, run a comb through your hair or put on a hat. Make some kind of effort to protect your <laughs> crown. Because that shows that you're of sound mind. Like, if you've got crazy hair, think Einstein. People are like, that guy's crazy. You know, you look at him, he's got wacky hair. Yeah. But if you are, if you talking got about me on this one, control. guys. <laughs> I don't ever run a comb through my hair. You do have a little bit of alfalfa yeah, action crazy. going on. Yeah. Yeah. It, it tells people this person might be crazy. Okay, third one, very easy. Wear a clean face. Clean your face. This is about framing your smile. So if you walk in, somebody's first impression of you 
is a, a guy who's got a clean face and he's smiling, you have a, a thousand percent more chance of success walking through a store, you know, without a mask on. If you're smiling and you look safe and clean and of sound mind and body. And that's all I want to say. Hey, Derek, it's going to increase your freedom. Before you go, I just want to let you know that underneath my clean collared shirt that I wore to the studio you are today. wearing a collared shirt. Uh, I, pressed, I did wear a, a t-shirt that just happens to say, obey the beard. Wise advice. <laughs> that's wise advice. And I, I just want to elaborate a little bit on what you said that, um, the smile to me is the most important yeah, part. That's the most important. Totally, eye, co- totally. eye contact and smile is huge. Yes, and totally. and I'm you know I'm a conversation starter, so that's a, you know it, the moment I walk up to people and I start talking to them, they immediately like calm down. Yeah. You know their their feathers go down. They they stop looking so worried. Um, if if it's a tense situation, it's a different story sometimes. But for the most part, eye contact and smile are huge for me. And yeah, you, totally clean appearance, your, no matter what your, your appearance beard is. is. Awesome, by the way. I mean, Thank I you. love beards. I'm very pro beard. <laughs> Super it, soft it too. Indicates strength and and um, it's manly and it's good. And and beards are great. And I I encourage everyone who can to have one and to groom it. Well, you know, and a smile yes. goes a long way. I mean, that's the thing that I think everybody can do. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to go on board with saying change your, yourself because, you know, you got to be yourself. And I think that's important. But if you aren't somebody who smiles, that's worth working on. It's yeah. worth making. It's worth practicing to smile more. And there are ways to do this, actually. If, and if it's going to sound silly. But if you're alone, if you're in your car, you can put a big grin on your face. Yeah. And you'll actually feel better when you like if you're feeling down you had a bad day or whatever go ahead fake it till you make it basically put a smile on your face you will feel silly you'll feel a little bit better uh in that moment and the more you can smile out in in real life the more disarming that is for people because that's something that we're missing now more than ever i was just talking about this last night uh with some people hanging out here and it's like with all these masks around you don't even have people who are in like grocery stores or in department stores. The the employees themselves are not talking to their to their customers. Right, they're right. not coming going up to you and saying, "Hey, can I help you with something?" They're not smiling. They're not uh, making you feel welcome like they are supposed to or like they used to. Yeah, the infectious the part of the smile has been killed. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you can't go. You know, it's a beautiful spring day, right? And everybody is generally, you know, out and about. Oh yeah, let's go outside. And if they're all wearing masks, you can't participate in their joy. So the smile is no longer contagious. Yeah. It's it's no longer a nice day. It's now like a depressing day because there's people outside, but they've all got masks on, and you can't see if they're enjoying their day. It's just it's so awful. It's bland. And one yeah. of the things that I love to say to people when I see them not wearing a mask. Male or female, I look them straight in the face and I say, hey, you, I love to see that smile. You yep. keep showing that beautiful smile. Like, that's, you know, that's, that's, it makes everything so much brighter. If I see somebody in a store or whatever who's also, which is rare, but who's also not wearing a mask, I'll always make a point. I'll go out of my way to yep. encounter them. If I see them like on the other side of the store, I'll go out of my way just to say, Nice to see a smiling face. And even if they're not smiling when I say it, they do they as will. soon as yep. I finish saying it. And they will never give you an attitude or th- no. or say that they hope you die no, or anything like that. A lot of times that. they come back with a really nice quip as well. Yep. So, uh, Derek J., thanks, man. Any Thank you, Derek X. J. Check him out. Thank you. There. Appreciate it. Anypayx.com, great site to accept cryptocurrencies. They're doing amazing work over there. Uh, 603-283-6160. And by the way, he called in through our Matrix chat server. That's why he sounded almost like he was sitting here with us. That great. Buttery. You can sound like that, too. Just go to chat.freetalklive.com. You'll find the step-by-step instructions on how to join the server. There's more coming up. Free Talk Live. 
Carl Watner, longtime proponent of a voluntary society, died last December. You may have seen his articles published on his website, Voluntarius.com, in his newsletter, The Voluntarist, the Mises Institute, or elsewhere over the last 40 years. His newest book, I Must Speak Out, Volume 2, The Best of the Voluntarist, is now available via Liberty Under Attack Publications. This 430-page second volume spans the years of 2000 through 2020 and includes articles by Carl Watner, Hans Hermann Hoppe, Carl Hess, Benjamin Tucker, George H. Smith, Lysander Spooner, Pete Ayer, Joyce Brand, and many others. I Must Speak Out is for the newly initiated, the veteran voluntarist, or anywhere in between. Buy the book now at libertyunderattack.com slash voluntarist. For more great content on building a voluntary society and for Carl's extensive archives, check out voluntarist.com. That's 603-283-6160. Want to say thank you to a Free Talk Live Silver Amplifier. Studio 8424 LRN is their username. And I want to say thanks because they're backing us up with the AMP program. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. It's a way for you to help us get Free Talk Live on more radio stations. You've heard some radio listeners calling in tonight. It's really nice to have radio stations uh, you know, airing this show. That's primarily what the show is. We are also, of course, on the internet. We've got a podcast. Uh, but I, you know, I grew up with radio. I love radio, and I'm I'm grateful to be on almost 200, really like 185 and change yeah. uh, stations. So, we will be on more. Yep. So thank you uh, for uh, for everybody out there listening to the show, and thank you to Studio 8424 LRN. For if that's the guy, up. I think it is. That guy also rebroadcasts uh, our. Radio he show does on the Float app. Yes, yeah, so F L O T E. Double thanks. So yeah, thanks for backing us up on the Ant program. You get some cool perks if you join it. You can go and learn more and sign up with PayPal, credit card, debit card, Bitcoin, BTC, all over at amp.freetalklive.com. A M P amp.freetalklive.com. Let's go back to your calls and thoughts here. We have Jim. He's in Columbia, South Carolina. Jim, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Hey, I just want to say. Uh there's nothing virtuous whatsoever about just uh, blindly obeying and complying with authority. No doubt. So these people who think they're a hero because they're uh, just listening to the government and wearing a mask when they tell them to. I mean, there's nothing virtuous about that. You won't find any disagreement on this show. Could not agree more. Point. Yeah. I, I, if anything, I think it's kind of cowardly, but uh, people want to feel like they're, you know, a hero just for going along with it. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think it takes more courage. You know, it's more courageous to say, no, I'm not just going to give up my freedom like that just because the government tells me to. Yeah, well, because uh, uh, freedom matters. Tells me to. You know? And even if there was a dangerous uh, virus or something like that out there, I would still not really want to go through uh, these ridiculous hoops. But at least then you'd get, you'd have some reason to consider it. If there were people actually dropping dead in our life, like if we actually saw that happening on an irregular basis, I think a lot more people would probably think twice 
uh, on these matters. But I've seen you no wouldn't. evidence of a pandemic. Not at all. <laughs> you know, I also have to you agree that. Need to, uh, you wouldn't need to make it mandatory because people would they voluntarily do it on their own. want That's to do true. that. If- right. That's true. What were you saying, Skylar? I was just going to say that I think I think it is more courageous to not wear a mask because you are – you are gonna. You have to accept the fact that you're gonna be accosted. Like people are going to bother you. People are gonna yell at you. They're gonna give you dirty looks. They're gonna say things, and they feel justified in doing that. And sure. that's they're so the majority. You you accept that every time you walk into an establishment without having a mask on. So it does take courage. Jim, anything yeah, else I haven't sure? worn one this entire time. Nice. And uh, when Good it first you. started, I did have a handful of people trying to give me a hard time about it. But like you guys were saying earlier, um, if you're just nice and polite to people, I find they usually don't even care. I mean, yeah. I, I go everywhere without a mask, and I've never been kicked out of a store. That's I'm just awesome. nice to be. I don't even smile. I'm just, like, you know, polite to people, and uh, I don't make a big deal about it. I am if generally polite leave, as well. I would well. leave and just go somewhere else. I will return to some extent the level of uh, difficulty people will give me, however. So by default, I will be kind and you know if you say hey do you need a mask or hey you should be wearing a mask i'll say no thank you and i'll just keep walking if they push it a little bit i'll say i've got a uh, you know i'm exempt and then usually that's where they they back away and then i just keep you know go about my business and i'm never never yell at them or or snap at them or anything like that but if they do start to you know give me some trouble or you know get a little bit more intense then i will you know take a more firmer position if uh, if need be and I've not yet gotten to the point where I felt as though I had to grab a video camera in somebody's private business because I always I don't like doing that. That's one of the reasons I didn't go inside the the grocery store today um, was because number one I just generally don't shop there, but number two I feel uncomfortable bringing a camera into somebody else's private business. You know, it's like it just as a camera guy, somebody who tries to be respectful of of private property like that, I just I feel like they got that cameras inside there. They do have cameras inside there, and that's their that's certainly their right to do. And and they are open to the public. They, and they are. That's true. And I, it keeps people. It like it, it. It. I'd like to say it keeps people accountable, but it doesn't necessarily keep people accountable. But it does highlight their actions. Like it, we had. It does. We had somebody who was who was swearing at a lady who was holding a baby today, like a little teeny tiny baby, and he walked was by. Was it the same guy that? Uh, uh, said words to you outside was it the same old guy uh no this was a different guy different guy young uh, guy right? much much younger guy i know which i know which one you're talking about because he came by i was outside when he stormed out of the store yep. he knew who i was and i i know who he is but i couldn't connect where i know him from he's one of the keen people sure and uh and he walks by me said something like you guys are crazy and you know get the f out of here ian and then get the f out of here i was like what's your name and he just kept walking takes a lot of courage to verbally assault a, a woman and her baby right. in the while grocery store while while behind a mask yeah. while there's <laughs> while there's plenty of other people behind her that you could have taken your rage out on right. like take your rage out on me bro <laughs> exactly hey jim thanks for the call hey, tonight hey. i appreciate it man uh 603-283-6160 we're referring by the way for listeners just tuning in we started the show talking about what happened today here in Keene, new hampshire it was a mask free flash mob that went to the local co-op grocery store and that's where the encounter with this guy you were talking about and then there was this other old guy who like had a roll of quarters in his hand and was threatening to to punch anybody that came near him uh, he was lo- lost his mind and continued losing his mind in the parking lot. Then he followed you guys after uh, after the cops came 
and told everybody, you got to leave. You know, we're going to trespass you. We don't want you on the property. And everybody left. There was no problem. Nobody nobody got arrested. Right. So that's one of the things I was really happy about. And and even though they said that you had to leave, they didn't tell anybody you were trespassed for one year. And that's what happened in uh, at the Hannaford and Nashua. There was another flash mob, yeah. uh, mask-free flash mob that went to the Hannaford and Nashua. The cops came there, kicked them out of the store. Then they collected and names. Then, and then, well, I don't think they collected names. Oh, they didn't? They just said, you're trespassed for a year. Well, so they then don't really even know they're not really they're, even yeah. trespassed. Unless they collect your names and yeah. write it down, they can't, they can't actually do a thing. So the the police officer that came up to me and and accused me of being the leader, the which leader. we we didn't yeah. we we got to highlight that still. Yeah. But when he came up to me, he told me that I was actually never allowed back. Oh, really? Never. <laughs> Dang. <Does> <laughs> Dang. He doesn't know who you are, but yeah. I guess he can probably identify yeah. you because it's the beard. Know, people know who you are. <laughs> yeah, the only reason arrested, I know you got arrested at the governor's house. Yes, I mean, sir. So yeah. The only reason know. I know that that uh, store is open to the public is because, well, when I first landed here in Keene, it was the closest store to the apartment that I rented, ah, okay. and I didn't have a car at the time, so of course I had to pop in there. Uh, the only real reason to go to that store, uh, in my opinion, is because they have a great beer selection. That's the only reason to go to that store. I bet there's a lot of great beer selections in Keene. There's actually a little shop in Keene that's all about, like, weirdo beers. Yep, been Uh, there. Yeah, so they've got a pretty good selection there, I think, too. Yep. Uh, So there was another aspect of uh, what you were saying there. The the number, if you want to join us, 603-283-6160. Oh, yeah, I was going to say... Finally, somebody else is now in charge. I'm really grateful you've taken over here, uh, Skyler, because almost every time when the cops show up to a group, they make a beeline for me, and they, you know, they think I'm in charge or whatever. Even though, even though we've always pointed out these are all individuals, and it was pointed out today. Uh, it was a when, beautiful s- situation. Yeah. yeah, I wish I had the video queued up, but I can't say for sure if there weren't any profanities so, or whatever. It's a so real weight off your shoulders, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's refreshing. But it was so cool because when the cop was accusing you of being, you know, the ringleader or whatever. Uh, a bunch of people were like, well, I'm a leader, I'm the leader, I'm the leader. You know, Perfect. It was, it was a amazing. beautiful thing. That's awesome. I yeah, love that. There was at least a dozen people around at that moment. So, yep. And the cops, they, you know, they don't know how to handle uh, things like this. They're better at it in Keene. Like his attitude, he wasn't being as, as intimidating. Like they, they – I got to give them credit – like, they weren't terrible. Today. They're getting better at handling these situations because they're getting used to it. Well, Keene's had a lot of practice. Right. Because they've had a bunch of activism here for a long time, and that cop in particular has been around for all of it. A lot of them are younger, they're newer, but that one's been around. 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go all the way back to uh, Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. Check that out at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. That Great was movie. happening about 10 years ago. Talk live. You can bring up what you want right here. Our number is 603 283 6160. 603 283 6160. In the studio with you tonight, you've got Ian. I'm Skylar from Savage Truth 603. And the captain. And by the way, that's his YouTube channel, Savage Truth uh, 603. Captain, you got a website too. It's uh, lordkickass.com. Correct. We were talking about burning face tapers earlier. I made a parody of a Beatles song called The Paperback Writer. That's right. That's that right. I turned into Wear the Face Diaper. <laughs> and you can find that over at lordkickass.com. 
Did you uh, do you link by the way to the COVID carols from your website at all? Not yet. I, right? No, I don't okay. have the ability to do that with the way it's set up. I'm not a web guy, so I literally have the URL pointed at another service provider's page to where <laughs> right. I can't like you know yeah. But so. you also were the writer of the COVID carols, so if people want to check which those are amazing. Out, they are they're I, great. I did record one of them, and it is up at LordKickass.com. It is still free to download. Right on. Uh, so check that out. And if you want to look for the COVID carols, just go to freekeen.com. You can type it in the search box and you'll find those. You can download the song sheet and go out and do some caroling. Had such a good time right uh, It doesn't have to be the Christmas time, you know, to do classic carols like the COVID carols. You'll love them. They're always relevant. All right. We go back to uh, your phone calls and thoughts here. We can talk more about the mask-free flash mob that happened earlier today. But first, we go to Robert. He's in South Carolina listening to WTMA. Go ahead, Robert. Thank you very much. I, I just wanted to, to mention, you know, I I don't know if people realize it, but America would not be, there would never have been a revolution if, if the Jews hadn't been there, because it was the last $400,000 that the Jews scraped up in order to get that together to continue the, the revolution. The American soldiers were tired and sick and hungry, and they wanted to go home. And uh, George Washington sent a message to the Jewish community and said, we're out of money. You're our only chance. We, you've got to scrape up an additional $400,000. Otherwise, we just have to call this quits. And they did. They got it together. And the British found out about it, and they and they found out where that stagecoach was going to be to deliver the 400000 And they tried to hijack it. But the president, um, um, General Washington, he knew, he found out that the British found out about it, and he prevented the stagecoach with the $400,000 in it from being hijacked. That's interesting. And, and, I had not that's, heard that and story. That's why we're free today. So, so they should think about that when they. And also, the Federal Reserve Bank—that's that's that's a that's a business operation that has nothing to do with 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 uh, Judaism or anything like that. That's a that's a strictly a business operation, and there are other families in there as well. Like yeah, and it doesn't and, matter whether it's a Jewish uh, operation or a Christian operation or whatever. The Federal Reserve needs to go away. It evil. is. A bad organization. Not only is it not federal, but it has no reserves. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Robert. Uh, we continue. Harry's in South Carolina. Harry is the uh, the counselor that was mentioned earlier on the show tonight. He is a city counselor there. Is that right, Harry? Yeah, I'm a city councilman in Charleston, and I called you guys before I was telling you about yeah, there was this, a guy who actually called in, and he brought you up tonight, and he said that there's an attack against you claiming that you are a, a racist or a white supremacist. What's going on? Yeah, the, the, this cancel culture, you know, they're coming after me because I think differently. I believe in limited government, and I am just appalled at the oversight that we've had throughout this entire pandemic. We have told our citizens basically what to do every single day throughout this thing. We have shut our businesses down. We are fining people every single day for not wearing masks. And I'm talking about people are getting fined $500. I mean, these are not small fines. And the courts have been shut down throughout this whole pandemic as well. So we're getting ready to open up the livability court again, which is a made-up court uh, because we're a tourist city here in Charleston. Uh, I don't even know the legality of this livability court. Uh, but basically, we have a HOA of Charleston that goes around and writes people tickets all day long. And I have obviously been outspoken against big government. And I have talked about how I think that our government is wrong. 
and uh, we. Why are they saying, Harry, that you are a white supremacist? I mean, what are they trying to drag you through the mud for? There was going to be a a a rally, a Tea Party rally, where we were going to fight taxes, mm-hmm. and they asked me to come speak, and I originally said I would. And uh, when I heard that it was going to be, there was going to be some more militaristic, you know, and there was going to be some some guys there that were forming their own militia and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I said, no, thank you. I can't be a part of that. I'm on the city council. And the last thing I need is to uh, create more divisiveness because we're already very divided. You know, this whole mask mandate and everything else going on, we're very, very divided. So I said, no, thank you. Well, the far left... They just by the sheer fact that I had even agreed to go from the beginning, they wanted to cancel me. Mm. So uh, even before Dr. Seuss and all these Disney movies and Pepe Le Pew and everybody else, since December of 2020, people there has been a large group of people in Charleston that have wanted to cancel me, and they've been trying so hard. But I will not resign from my seat. I will not leave my seat, and. Uh, here we are in March. They're trying to make a code of conduct. The city of Charleston is where they can censure me. Hmm. They want to put together this code of conduct that basically says if I were to come on a radio show or go on Facebook or just basically just say what I want to say, they want to be able to use that as a tactic to try to censure me. And, uh, you know, that, this is this is what it's like to live in a city like Charleston God. where government has all of the say-so. The people have no say-so as to what happens. It's out of control. Now, what happens with this lib- so-called livability court? The caller earlier had brought it up on previous shows. Yeah. Uh, it's like some sort of uh, you know made-up court that they have just just yeah. for the city of Charleston. It's like a it's like it's like the city's version of an HOA. You know, mm-hmm. they go around. They have absolutely no police training whatsoever, but they have a ticket book. And they can go around and they harass people. Somebody gave them a clipboard. And they oh boy, micro tyrants. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what happens if you write? If I if I'm in downtown Charleston and I'm not wearing a mask because I'm not going to be, uh, and these one of these jackballs comes up and tries to write me a ticket, if I don't tell him who I am, <laughs> what happens? Then they're going to try to they're going to get another officer to come in and they're going to try to harass you like an actual and then cop. One of the, like they're going to call the actual police. No, 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 no. No, no, no. They're, what they're going to do is these livability officers, all they are, it's just like you or me. Mm-hmm. They're hired by the city. They don't go through any formal training, but they're given a clipboard and a little fake badge. So one of them is going to come up to you and start interrogating you while the other one runs and tries to find a police officer so that they can actually write you uh, an actual citation. Because you don't, you can tell these livability guys to go screw off. You don't mm-hmm. have to give them your ID. You don't have to give them any information. So then the Char- really. But if they can find a Charleston cop and bring a bring an actual cop into the scene, the cop will assist them and will write a, a summons. Well, technically they're supposed to, but our our Charleston Police Department, you know, they don't want to get involved in these kind of things. I mean, it's really, honestly, just a code violation. It is not a. Uh, criminal defense it's not a criminal citation it's not a right, criminal but if, I, if a cop comes it's up a, to me and says oh you know you've got a joint in your hand i'm gonna have to write you a violation because now in new hampshire it's it's no longer a misdemeanor it's now a violation after decrim that happened oh in 2017 gosh, yeah. oh okay it's just a code a code violation hold on now. hold on so so if they say i'm gonna write you a violation and i'm and they say what's your name and i don't say anything 
they can arrest me, take me down to the station, then hold me for as long as necessary to figure out who I am so they can put a name and an address on the violation. Once they get that, they will then let you go. What happens in Charleston, you know, with these, these you know, wannabes that are the livability luckily, cops? Luckily, we have not got to that point, but that's what I'm afraid of. You when know, you say we, we haven't gotten to that point, what do you mean? Which, which point? Have you not gotten to? We haven't gotten to the point. We haven't gotten to the point where a livability, uh, you know, officer goes and gets a, an actual police officer, and they get into that situation. We but is that to, is that because most people that. will tell them their name? Is that because most people will obediently say, "I'm Jim Smith. I live at one two three anywhere Street." Yes, I think that's a large part of yeah. it, and I think the other part of it is that our actual police officers are not going to get involved with these little... Well, I hope you're right about that. You know, I, I hope you're right. And Harry, thank you for the call tonight, although it's hard to imagine the police not wanting to write a ticket in That's what they places. do. Yeah. Uh, but I do appreciate your call, and thank you for sharing what's going on there in Charleston. Because that's the thing. People don't think outside of these boxes. Oh, there's a guy with a clipboard. He wants to know my name. I better give him my name. Well, what happens if you don't? What are they going to do? Yeah. You know, if they're not an actual cop, then they shouldn't be able to arrest you, which means you should be able to just walk the F away from whoever this person is. And I'd love it if somebody in Charleston would actually try that. And better yet, get video of this. Where's the video? Where's the video of these, you know, clipboard wielding guys? I want to see what this interaction is like. Sounds like I need to go to Charleston. Nah. <laughs> We got our hands full. We do. Up here. We do. 603-283-6160. But it definitely helps to have a group of people who know their rights who are willing to assert them. That's what the difference between here and there. We're coming up. Want to accept Bitcoin at your online store? There's a good chance you already have what you need. A WordPress using WooCommerce and a Bitcoin address. Now all you need to start taking Bitcoin payments on your website is the AnyPay app on your Android or iPhone. Just paste your Bitcoin address into AnyPay, then connect it to your website with our one-click plugin for WordPress. Now your website takes Bitcoin. Start to finish in 15 minutes or less with no complicated steps. Download AnyPay from the App Store today. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. We're kicking off the third hour of the program. As always, open phones if you want to join us. The number is 603 283 6160. That's 603 283 6160. In the studio, joining you tonight, you've got me, Ian. Skyler from Savage Truth 603 on YouTube. And the Reverend Captain Kickass is here. And we're going to continue with uh, more of your calls and your thoughts. Also, you can join us on our chat server. We've got a Matrix chat server. That means it is not affected by big tech, Twitter, Facebook. Those guys have no influence over our chat server. We're in control of that. Cancel this, MFers. It's so open. You can actually just go and create your own chat room, and you don't even have to tell us about it. Like, it can be a completely private room. We don't even know it exists. You can actually taste the freedom, too. It's pretty cool, and it is free. It is free. Tasty. My favorite flavor. Check it out over at chat.freetalklive.com as we uh, kick kick off this third hour here on the live Saturday show. Uh, Coming up, 62% say unvaccinated people shouldn't be able to fly in airplanes. That's the next step of all this insanity, guys. Yeah, they may be rolling back the mask mandates in some states, but they also have a plan afoot to mandate these vaccine passports if you want to actually go somewhere or do something. They're going to create, it looks this way, 
it looks like they're going to create two classes of people, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. Is it the Reuters poll? Hmm. I don't know. It just yes, happened. It is a Reuters poll. Okay. All right. I, I had got that, that one too. Marked for, yeah, for show prep. And the thing that bothers me about this and every other article I read that's like this is that none of them ever address people who have gotten COVID and recovered. Mm hmm. There's no reason for any of those people to get a vaccine, to get a vaccine, much less two. So how are they going to account for that? Oh, well, and their see, little Captain. micro tyranny that they're trying to build. Oh, well, you see, there's all these other variants, Captain. So, you know, you got to get a vaccine for all the other variants. So, you, you, in fact, you need to get more than one vaccine. In fact, if you want to be a vaccine passport person, you're going to have to come in for a vaccine every three months because we got to make sure that you. Know. I think I think weekly is probably good. You know, yeah, let's, let's you know let's go right knows, for it. Who knows how crazy this is going to get? We Don't can, make me pull this show over. We can talk more about it. Uh, let's go first though to Morgan. He's in South Carolina. It's a little loud there. Morgan, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, you're on uh, like here. Full disclosure, I didn't know that Harry was on hold because I've been calling for over an hour. And I'll say this. I'm changing my vein of what I was going to say, but Harry is the best city councilman that we've had in the last 20 years. You're referring to Charleston, South Carolina. The city councilor actually called into the show at the end of the last hour, just in case somebody's just tuning in. Uh, and he says he's a small government guy. Go he ahead, Mo Morgan. Okay. The man straight up. They want him out. You know why? Because he tells the truth. Mm. And they can't stand that. They're doing everything they can to get rid of him. But you know what? He stands tall. He's not quitting. He's not going to quit. He's going to strive on. But it, it's limited to me because I don't think, I don't want people to think that, oh, I'm one of his supporters. Well, well yeah, I'm one of his supporters, but I did not know that he was called in and on old. Okay. But Harry is, like I said, I know his dad, his granddad. I worked. Well, not now I'm retired, but I work for the company that his dad was in charge of. Since you uh, since you seem to know him, the allegations are that he is a racist. That's what the political That's opponent. LRN.FM. Oh, thank you for trying. Uh, I understand that you probably were making an accidental BS there, but we had to let you go. You can say BS, but you can't say yeah. the actual wording. But uh, for our listeners who were listening at home there uh, and you heard the dump sound effect, he said that's BS. And he was referring to the question about people alleging that the city councilor was a racist. So, And, you know, that seems to be what they just love to drag out, even though it may have absolutely no bearing on reality. Because a lot of times they can just say a thing and make it stick somewhat, even though there's no evidence whatsoever for it. And it has completely stripped the word of its meaning. Like, yeah, who, who hears the word racist and actually thinks that somebody is actually racist these days? Well, if I don't see any evidence for it, I'm not going to believe it. Right. You know, people can say whatever they want to say. Uh, so 603-283-6160 is the number here. 62% of Americans think that unvaccinated people shouldn't be allowed to travel on airplanes. The Reuters poll found also that 55% of Americans think unvaccinated people shouldn't be able to work out in public gyms, go to a movie theater, or go to a concert. This Class. sounds propagandized Classism, to me. man. Classism. I mean, this is the basis of many science fiction novels. 
mm-hmm. where, oh, well, you know, certain people are over here because they won't behave in certain ways, and everybody else is over here because, well, we're the real people. And so now you create two different uh, societies entirely. I just want to say that I predicted this over a year ago, and I actually, I actually made a video about it, and I think that it's – it's going to go a lot deeper than people even realize because they've. So, talk, what did you predict? I mean, uh, uh, vaccine passports, mm-hmm. social credit scores, um, uh, facial recognition tracking, everything being tied to your bank accounts and yep. your phone numbers. Mm-hmm. So basically, they have. It, it's it's only a matter of time before they have complete and total control over every aspect of your life. Oh, you don't want to get a vaccine? Well, we're just going to shut your bank account off and mm. good luck getting food because now we don't use cash anymore right. because of this quote-unquote coin shortage. Right. Well, right. in Nashua, speaking of getting food, in Nashua, New Hampshire, the mask mandate is so strict, they've actually told businesses they're not allowed to serve unmasked people, period. Can you imagine? Don't feed people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, segregation, abolished. <laughs> and then brought back. <laughs> History under, uh, yeah, under repeating. different terms. Yeah, yeah. history yeah. is repeating. And it's very, very disturbing. This is going on, and people are applauding it. And I think it will result in, and I hope it results in a schism of society. I hope it results in these cowardly mask people moving into coward zones, and then the people who aren't afraid of actually living and understand that that does involve risk. That's what makes life interesting. <laughs> uh, you know, that those people can stay away from each other. We, we obviously cannot get along. I mean, we had people threatening us today, threatening our friends in the aisles of a grocery store for simply going shopping, threatening them with violence. Some guy said, didn't he say you should die or he, something yeah, like that? Yeah, he hoped, he hoped that I die. Like, yeah. he's wearing two masks <laughs> to prevent other people from dying, but he hopes Supposedly, that I die. Yeah, because <laughs> you're stupid, he yeah. told me, yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 603-283-6160 is the number here. Uh, as of Friday, 18% of Americans received at least the first dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. And Biden has said that all adults will be able to receive the vaccine by May. The CDC announced last week it was not changing its travel recommendations for both vaccinated and unvaccinated people. The CDC still recommends that Americans shouldn't travel at all, apparently. The airline industry, in response, stressed its efforts to prevent coronavirus transmission aboard aircraft and its confidence that its approach is safe. Blah, blah, blah. Brave New World is the specific science fiction I was thinking of. Aldous Huxley. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about it? It's the, you know, sort of division of societies, mm-hmm. right? In one class society, system. yeah, it's, it, well, it's more than a class system. In one society, it's everybody's all happy and you know, they share everything. It's a very socialist thing. And then one guy comes along and challenges it. But he's from the outside, right? He lives in this other place where everybody's sort of a, a normal, natural-born person. They don't have, you know, access to all the technologies that the mm. folks living inside have and that kind of a thing. Um, but, I mean, the story has been done in many different ways. I've just remembered that one because they did a, a television series. I heard it was recently. really good. Was that you I, that told me yeah, that? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was top-notch. Brave New World. Who did it? What was the series uh, network? Was it Netflix or no? It was actually it was Peacock. Oh, NBC. Yeah, it was their sort of kickoff of their version of pay for streaming content. Gotcha. Did you pay for it? I did not. At a boy. All right. So the phones are open here. Whether you want to weigh in on this Reuters poll, what do you think about unvaccinated people? And is there going to be like a a dirty name like Japs? You know, yeah. are they going to yeah. are they going to have a name for us 
the, the, the dirty the people. The dirties, yeah, yeah. They're going to call us the dirties. <laughs> Even though we're the ones who are way more clean in that the, the people who are wearing the masks are constantly touching them. Every time. You can watch this video from the grocery store today. Every single one of these mask people constantly touching their face, which of course means they're contacting all that yuck and then touching everything else. And ugh, more coming up. is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. And you can do that via our number, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Or call in through our Matrix chat server. Go to chat.freetalklive.com for the instructions on how to do that. With you in the studio, you've got Ian. I'm Skylar from Savage Truth 603 on YouTube. And I'm the captain. You can bring up what you want. We're going to go back to your phone calls and thoughts. And Captain, on the way here, you had a uh, U.S. health warning regarding COVID since we've been all COVID all night here with uh, an excellent protest that happened today in Keene, New Hampshire. That video partially is available over on the Breaking the Flaw YouTube channel. You can check him out. Also, uh, check out Savage Truth 603 because you posted a video of the uh, you guys confronting the governor yes, sir. here in New Hampshire, which was pretty epic. A little ambush journalism, you know what I I'm saying? I love that kind of stuff. So thank you for, uh, for your service on that one. We'll get to your story, Captain. But first, to your phone calls and thoughts here. Jenny's up first, calling from Vegas. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jenny. Hey, so um, about 50 of us now in our group, um, we've been doing a bunch of flash, uh, mask flash mobs in stores. We meet every other week, like Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And like two weeks ago, we did, we, we get into a strip mall, and we did Bed Bath & Beyond, Best Buy, Petco, and Sprouts all in one, you know, we walk from one store to the next because they're all in a line. And we walk with our huge signs, and we walk in the stores, and we make a big circle. And... Uh, what we've seen that works is we have a girl that leads with a bullhorn, and she says, hey, Vegas, we love you. We want to protect you. We're, we want to help businesses. We love you. Your masks are making you sick, and we hand out little flyers to everybody hmm. about how, why masks are making you sick. So you're going into stores with a bullhorn? Well, it's a small bullhorn, yeah, because these are big stores, you know, like a Best Buy. So they it. hear us. <laughs> You got balls, Jenny. Yeah, and then she just leads the rest of us around. And, you know, we were definitely somebody told us they hoped we died. They hoped we caught COVID and died. Um, One time at one of the grocery stores, um, they said, we're calling the cops. They follow us. They say, you're disgusting. And by the time we got out of the store, the cops were there. But they're like, we're we're for you. We're not going to do anything. But you are trespassing, so we need you to leave. Hmm. Okay, but, so you know, do you I guys actually buy anything? Way, like I'm curious. Said. Do you actually buy anything in the stores, or are you just going into Bullhorn and hand out flyers? No, we don't have time. They won't. They won't let us. Hmm. We just make a circle and we pass out these flyers to everybody in the store. Huh. But I'll tell you, people people will be there with their little kids in masks, and they'll be, "Don't come near me! Oh, don't come near me!" You know, and we're just like, wow. we're, "We care about you. We care about your health, Las Vegas." And, we, and, you know, like, yeah, so I mean, it doesn't, like that kind of said. stuff rubs me the wrong way personally. I mean, you know, obviously you guys can do what you want. You're not hurting anybody. So, um, but you know, it's, 
it's somebody else's business and uh, i i don't just i as a protester right like i don't feel right going into somebody else's place of business and turning it into a into a protest zone like what I've seen happening mostly here in New Hampshire, I've been pretty supportive of, which is people just going in to go shopping, but going in as a group and then letting the store make the scene. If there's going to like, you know, you would have just gone in and bought something, walked out. And if nobody had said any, you know, if nobody had said booty, it wouldn't have been noteworthy. Right. right. There would have been no interesting video oh, yeah, footage no, we, today. We, and we do that, too, in smaller groups. But okay. we tried that in Trader Joe's. I don't know if you know them, but they're horrible. I've heard they actually lock their doors. And wouldn't and lock their customers inside. Wow, that's got to be illegal. That sounds like kidnapping. Yeah, it is. And we met some people who came out, and they said, "Oh my God, they locked us in." I go, "I wish they would have locked me in because that's totally illegal." Yeah. Wow. And how long so, did they lock yeah. their doors? I mean, uh, how long did they keep people? Well, there? what we was did, the point? It, I don't know. It was like a half an hour while we were standing there, t- you know, handing out signs out, out of their front door, you know, to, to people. And then we just finally left and said, "We're going to go somewhere else," mm-hmm. but. Last week we we marched. I mean, next weekend we're going to march the Las Vegas Strip. There's going to be a huge amount, and so so we don't always go into stores. What's Vegas have, like, like right now? I remember guys. reading stories about it last year that it was completely dead. You know, early on in the whole uh, COVID lockdown, the you know the streets were empty. Uh, what are you seeing as far as tourism? Is anything coming back at all? What's what's going on on the Strip? Yeah, we you know I've driven down the strip, which you never can during the normal times. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it takes too long in your car. But right. people are out there with their masks. But I, you know, I don't go anywhere. I'm not going anywhere that requires a mask. So good but on you. I have driven around. It, it's horrible here. It's really bad. Yeah. I'm the only one that like I go to my local grocery store and mm-hmm. they let me shop because they know me or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm the only one without a mask. Man, one that day, is a terrible man, feeling. Like, screamed at me, you know. And you and people will talk to me, and I said, "You've got to be. It takes guts to walk into a store without a mask, but you got to do it." Yeah, absolutely. And I wish more people had those guts. Jenny, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate it. And you know, I can't blame people for responding in that way. They feel like you know, life has been pulled out from underneath them, and they're responding in whatever way they feel like they they can. Uh, you know, if, if it were me and I wanted to do an outreach to people in a store, I wouldn't go in with a bullhorn. I would stand outside and you can and they'll, they'll kick you off the property because, you know, it's private property. And you know, well, I don't want a bum standing outside my store, you know, harassing my customers coming in. And I certainly don't want somebody who hasn't paid me, you know, to, to hand something out to somebody. So usually, you know, you do have to ask permission for those sorts of things. But you could stand outside of the store and then get everybody coming in and going, you'd probably actually be more efficient that way rather than just walking in and, and trying That's to, good uh, advice to hit people up from the store. You particularly, you have a ton of experience at yeah. doing this kind of thing, so it's really good advice for them. I get the feeling that maybe they haven't done protesting before or yeah, this is you know, a new true. thing to them, and so they're just like, well, where are people? Because that's where we need to go. That's true, and where do you find people now? That's right. a great, great yeah. point. I, I mean, Telegram. It's, it's like I said before, but like in real life, it, you know, like I said before, I'll go wherever the people are. If it's a Black Lives Matter event, if it's a Trump rally or whatever, wherever there's people that's where i want to be and so yeah grocery store is a place where there are a lot of people so i don't blame people for for taking this tack but just try to think of what you would how you would feel if you were just trying to go and get some groceries and then there's this group of people that comes in with a megaphone to you know blast you with whatever the message is are you really going to be receptive 
uh, to that message. It's kind of like screaming in somebody's face, in my opinion. Like, if you want to get your opinion across, the the worst way to do that is to scream it in somebody's face. Because yeah, it turns people work. off, right? It's they don't want to listen. Work. Ian's protesting pro tips here on Free Talk Live. It's just a suggestion, you know? I mean, Featuring Derek J. in fashion tips. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and I, by the by, no means am I the you know the the right guy for every protest or whatever. And I I've not been in every situation, but I've done a lot of things. And I just I don't like intervening in people's lives because I don't think that you know whether it's getting in their face or it's just stopping them from doing the thing they wanted to do. I remember when uh, Footloose, who was one of the guys that was there today, and he's a great activist, does a lot of he's a great organizer. Um, he actually was suggesting that we do this thing in Keene where you would snake a protest across Main Street over and over again in the uh, the crosswalks and have the snake of people be long enough to where you've just stopped traffic. So even though you're still moving, you're not standing in the road, you're moving constantly, but you're essentially blocking the traffic. I'm like, dude, I wouldn't participate in that because you're blocking traffic. It makes people mad. It's going to make people mad. They're not going to listen to you. They're not going to read your sign. And if they do, they're going to hate you. So, you know, do something that's more creative, something that's going to get their attention, maybe make them laugh. You know, or at the very least, just get their attention without angering them. And just being a protester generally angers people, so it's not an easy thing to do. We're coming up. Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Warden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farms, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing, too. Invest in Liberty and property. Mark Warden can help. PorcupineRealEstate.com Free Talk Live. Open phones if you want to join us here. 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Free Talk Live brought to you by Bitcoin.com. You ready to start learning about cryptocurrency? Well, you ought to be. Bitcoin just hit another record high today. It was 61,000 when I came to the studio today, so... The previous record high was 58,000 set, I don't know, a week ago or something. A couple of weeks. Uh, and now it's 61,724, according to my little Bitcoin ticker widget here. So maybe it's time you start learning about this. You can do that. Just go to Bitcoin.com, click Get Started, and that'll take you to some introductory videos. There's a series of them. But if you only have time for one, just watch the first one. It's like three minutes long. It'll give you some basic concepts because there there is a bit of a learning curve here. There's some new ideas. Decentralized currency is a new concept for us, for people generally. Uh, it's been around for about a, 12 years at this point, so we're still early. This is still, you know, even though it's $60,000, sounds like a lot of money. You don't want to be, you know, 10 years from now looking back and saying, boy, remember when it was only $60,000? <laughs> that's me now. Because that's what's going to happen. So, but you've got a little bit of crypto now. So I do. I've been, I've been so. gifted some crypto by some friends and it climbs all the time. Nice. It's, it's ridiculous, man. I mean, it may not always climb. It could go down tomorrow, but you know the U.S. dollar is going to go down. That much you're certain of. Guaranteed. They're printing out another $1.9 trillion as we speak. That's true. Uh, so that's guaranteed to lose value. Cryptocurrency could go up, could go down. Over time, it has tended upwards. So go to Bitcoin.com, click Get Started, learn the basics about Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash and cryptocurrency in general. They've also got a great news site. You can go there at news.bitcoin.com. We go to Wolfgang, also calling us from Vegas. You're on Free Talk Live. Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Yes. Love it. 
Hi, I just wanted to clarify about the protests in Las Vegas. When, when I first uh, gathered for these a couple of months ago, and I, I wasn't familiar with this whole mode of protest, but it's really, and I was a little bit uh, concerned as yourself, like, are we in people's faces? Are we trespassing, doing things people don't want? Right. And, but I, after I did it, it's really, it's really good. Um, first of all, there's a woman who's, she's got a bullhorn, but it's, very low, and we don't get in anybody's faces. We snake around the stores clockwise or counterclockwise, and um, the people, we get as many good reactions as we get bad. Some people out in the parking lot uh, and on our way out uh, took their, diap- their diapers off and threw them on the ground and stomped on them when they saw what we were doing. So it encourages a lot of people in the stores and out that there's people who are concerned about what's going on. And, and we're not in anybody's faces or, mm-hmm. or uh, blasting or anything like that. It's not overly loud. She's got the thing to turn very well. We just say we're concerned about your health. Masks are are killing you. We have leaflets that with with information about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, cool. So, um, like I said, it's not so, my style, but everybody's got their own thing, and whatever it is that floats your boat, man. I mean, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying it ain't right for me. I mean, the question yeah, I was. I, I, I always ask with any of this kind of, is it effective? Are you having an impact on other people? He's saying he is. Like I said, well, like people were taking their masks off and stomping on them in the parking lot when they saw us doing I love this. it. Hope they picked them up after. Yeah, it's so sick seeing those things all over the damn place. Kills me. Littering them everywhere. Yeah, I think they did. It's gross. I think they cleaned it up. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Wolfgang, I for saw, calling tonight. I saw a headline about their... The masks are gathering on the coral reefs now. Yeah, but they are. So many people are just chucking them wherever. Yeah, are we surprised? Nope. I, I'm not. You, people are you, dirty. You had mentioned earlier about you had predicted, you know, some things, and we've been talking about the whole, you know, masking, the the vaccine, the coronavirus, the elaborate government shutdowns, <laughs> uh, and you know, we've been saying a whole bunch of things ourselves. Um, it's not surprising to me to see any of this. At this point, I appreciate people taking action. You know, even if I don't agree with exactly how it's put together, I do appreciate people doing something rather than nothing. I hope the only way you find out what works is by getting out there and trying it out. Yeah, I hope they're effective at changing hearts and minds. Stefan, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say one thing that I I like to repeat to people is that we don't always have to agree on everything. You don't have to agree on means or methods, but if we agree, if under the umbrella of freedom and liberty, then we can come together under that and we can work through the rest of the stuff together as we go. Let's go to Stefan in Georgia. You're on Free Talk Live. Stefan. I was going to comment on the recent Reuters poll. I think it's a little disingenuous to refer refer to some of these things as COVID-19 passports. Now, if there were some sort of a mandate by the state that would make it so you had to prove... Just to, just to clarify, Stefan, you're referring to the poll that found that, was it 62%, I think, or 62%. so, of Americans that want people to have a vaccine passport in order to fly on airplanes. I don't think if it was implemented in a certain way, it would be inherently anti-libertarian. Uh, I don't think it would be Whoa. wrong for – no, it would not be inherently anti-libertarian because the airlines are responsible for their own rules and restrictions. And if you don't want to follow them, you're not entitled to fly in their airlines. So I actually okay, don't think it's a for problem the fact that for airlines, the airlines to say you have- are basically an oligopoly that is promoted by the government because the government keeps people out of that business. If you want to run an airline, you've got to get governmental approval, which means it's a closed 
system. You can't get in and compete, so it's not a free yeah. market. It won't allow me to go out and start kick-ass airlines tomorrow nope. with no requirements at all. So, not to mention Nothing stopping you from getting your pilot certification and flying your own plane. It's, Actually, there are all kinds of restrictions on that. It's licensing. very easy to shove these restrictions down people's throats when you don't have to worry about your business being impacted because you're being funded by the government. I know a pilot. We actually know a guy. He uh, comes to the nightcaps regularly here yep. uh, who is a pilot. I won't name his name, uh, but he's also a state representative here. He's one of the Liberty reps here in New Hampshire, and he's a pilot. He's got his license, but he cannot fly commercially. Because that's a whole other ball of government regulation wax in that particular case. If they find out that he takes money for a ride, then he could lose his license and possibly be facing some sort of, I don't know if it's criminal criminal penalty or civil or whatever, but some sort of a punishment uh, for breaking the rules of flying commercially. So, no, it's not just something you can just get a license and then start taking people places for money. It doesn't work like that can't start a commercial airline but you can fly yourself but what i'm what saying is, is at this moment in time with the society we live in now you are not entitled to fly on an airline spirit doesn't have to say you can come onto our plane and you can do whatever you want sure. you have rules and restrictions to follow but they're also Most not free to choose anything this. else spirit's not free to make a choice otherwise because if they want to come to the government-run airports they've got to follow the government-mandated rules can they discriminate against people by their skin color or by their nationality or by their sexuality i was going to say this earlier that's a completely facetious argument and you know it how so comparing compare comparing covid restrictions to your race which you were born with and you cannot change and trying to act like because you just don't want to wear a mask because I you're was an born entitled baby thinking you have go through the, the same thing exact, I did when I got that out you go through the same exact discrimination is discrimination bro the exact same discrimination as somebody that has a different color skin uh, people that were held as slaves to think that you are even being treated remotely the same way they are discrimination just is discrimination the fact that voluntarists are entitled babies Dis- well, the sad thing is seeing people like you, Stefan, who at one time were actually supposedly voluntarists. I grew up, Ian. Oh, you grew up. Oh, isn't that sweet? So now you're we a We live statist. in a society, Ian. A oh. society of what? A, so- a society of cowards? Yeah, I didn't agree to your society, and you're not going to shove it down my throat. Well, you're born in it anyway. You can leave. No, actually, I can't. I can't. We can't leave society. I've actually, uh, sure you I, can. I can't physically leave without asking governmental permission to do so, number one. Uh, number two, the I don't consent to your society. I wasn't born into it. They never asked me for my consent. And I joined my own society called the Shire Society. It is a voluntary society of people who wish to be left alone and people who are willing to live, uh, leave others alone, which does not include you at this point, which is sad, but that's the way it is. Thanks for the call tonight. See ya. This is what happens to, uh, really, it's, it's a shame to see libertarians schisming on this particular issue, but he's just one of a myriad of people who should know better than to believe the government. But because as soon as the government has themselves a doctor who's got a lab coat on, now all of a sudden they should be believed. Now all of a sudden they should be trusted. And it's, it's sad. The experiment requires you to proceed. Yeah. Was that Skinner? Which, uh, which study was that? The experiment requires you to proceed. <laughs> That's the obedience study. What, what, was it Skinner? Pavlov? No. Oh, Stanford. On. Prison experiment? No, that no, was no, a prison no. experiment. Who's was that? More coming up. Free Talk Live. Yeah! Yeah, it's Free Talk Live, and the phones are here. 
these remaining moments. Come on! We got time for you. 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And you can join us online over at freetalklive.com. We have a lot of features, and they're waiting for you over at freetalklive.com. Coming up this summer, which is now roughly three months away, you can join us in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire at Rogers Campground, the largest campground in New Hampshire for ForkFest 2021. It is the week after the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which on its own is a fine festival. Uh, but the Porcupine Freedom Festival spawned ForkFest because some people wanted less control. Some people wanted less organization, <laughs> no central authority, no ticket prices. Just get your campsite, your RV site, or your motel room that's all available at Rogers Campground and get it now because... You, you want to lock this thing in. I, I'm not going to tell you the thing's going to sell out. I don't think that's going to happen. But you want to have a good choice of your, your spot, where you're going to be in relation to uh, to other people. Not all campsites are created, created equally. equally. That's true. <laughs> uh, so get on over uh, to ForkFest.Party. You can learn more about the event there. The dates will be June 28th through July 4th. Now, of course, there's no official dates for ForkFest, so you can start and end whenever you want. Those are just the dates we're promoting. Some people are saying it starts a week prior to that, so you decide. Uh, we're going to definitely be there June 28th through July 4th, and it's a decentralized camping festival, meaning that you decide what to do. So, Captain, you mentioned earlier you've got a band. You guys are going to play some That's rock music. You did it last year, so I believe you're going to do it again. I have put a bunch of money into new gear, so I, you I hope we can pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to happen. Uh, I know there was a, a poker table last year that was going, I think, yeah. every single night in one of the party tents. Nice. The boys from AnyPay, Derek, Jay, and Steven, they're going to have a party dome set up that's actually going to be rentable this time. So it Whoops. used to be just they, they were doing their thing in there. Now, if you want to rent the party dome, you can do that. You can have a presentation in there. They're going to have like Are they still doing space disco. Space disco's coming back, yeah, for sure, for sure. Which uh, folks who attended the quarantine know how a quality event space disco is. It was rocking. Uh, yeah, so they're going to throw one of those in the woods at this campground. So you don't want to miss out on this. Go to ForkFest.Party, June twenty eighth through July fourth. Unless you're a coward. Uh, and you don't want to be around other human beings. If you're afraid of people without being uh, people not being in masks, you need to stay away from this event. You'll be very frightened. It'll be very scary for you. But for the rest of us, it's going to be a great time. <laughs> so come on up and join us. Forkfest.party. We go to Sir Kenosha Kyle. He's calling us on our Matrix chat server. Like the name. So let's talk uh, real science. And I don't mean Gavin Newsom science, baby. I mean, actual science coming from the CDC, specifically a very recently released uh, abstract or a, a study, if you will, where they found out that the majority of people were wearing masks and that they're wearing them correctly and that they're wearing uh, N95 type masks, actually, like about 96 percent are wearing them and mm -hmm. uh, that many are wearing the N95s. And they found that Jeez. on average, it reduced transmission by 1.7% of the coronavirus. I read at 0. the 5. lowest rate, at the lowest rate, 0.5% at the hmm. highest 1.9%. Was this the news you had, Captain, for tonight? No, no, this was a bit different. Uh, U.S. health officials uh, have warned of a false positives with a widely used lab test for COVID-19, mm. which, if this sounds familiar, it's everybody has been talking about how inaccurate the PCR, the PCR tests, tests are. Yep. 
but this is actually a different test. This is the uh, the Cobus test made by Roche. So also inaccurate. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Weird. So okay. So there you go. You just gave a bunch of uh, evidence to Stefan. Now they can tout their point five percent and say, "See, it reduces it point five percent. Everyone should wear masks." You could save point five percent of grandma, bro. <laughs> Which uh, the CDC actually in that study says it's a negligible amount and wouldn't really reduce any deaths. Mm. But then they follow that up to say it still could potentially <laughs> reduce deaths and exposure. Right. We couldn't and find any not... evidence. <laughs> yeah. But right. everything that I've read, either from the CDC or from other scientific papers or scientific journals and all that kind of stuff, it all says could. Mm. It doesn't say could, does. Yes. It, it never yep. says does. No. It never says the masks do decrease no. the transmission rate by this much. It never says does. Right. So it it's says a belief. Could. It's a belief right. system. It's faith. Right. It's faith. It, it, Fauci faith. You have to have faith in the Fauci. Gross. And that's ironic because even Fauci said that the PCR test, when you do them above a certain level, which we know they're doing above 35 or whatever it is, that they are basically completely inaccurate. Yeah, the creator wow. of the PCR test said that himself. So he did. Yeah, he did say that, too. And, and Fauci said, yep, that's right. We can't be doing them this high. And yet. We haven't heard anything about that again recently. Well, uh, no, we? they did lower the recommended revolutions for the PCR test uh, shortly after Biden was elected. Oh, did they also uh, kind of like they also changed the definition for herd immunity on mm, the yeah. WHO's website where they used to say exposure to a virus to a certain amount will create a herd immunity in society. And now it says exposure to a vaccine mm. of that virus not actual exposure to the virus. Right. Wow. It's crazy. Changing the definitions to fit the narrative. It was weird. It's like somebody wrote a book about that. I don't... What, 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 what was, was that? Name? Oh, 1984 by George Orwell. Mm, we've mentioned them both tonight. It's a rare night when we get to mention both uh, Huxley <laughs> and Orwell uh, in the same broadcast. That's pretty sweet. Unfortunately, little, we're living it. It's a little scary at the same time. Oh, yeah. And the uh, obedience study, we, we didn't say it on the air. It was oh, Milgram. Stanley the Milgram, Milgram, the yeah. Milgram experiments. Yes. So. The experiment requires you to proceed. Okay, Mr. Labcoat, I'll do whatever you say. Apparently, say all the uh, half the libertarians. I don't know if it's all of them, but it seems like a significant portion. It's sad stuff. Well, now, well, now you don't even need a lab coat and a clipboard. You just need to be wearing a mask and trust Fauci. Well, and that's what this is about. It's about belief. It's about faith. And remember, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but it, during the 2020 election, Biden and some of the other Democrats actually had as their campaign slogan on their Twitters, like in the little uh, you know graphic that you have at the top of the Twitter user profile, it said, keep the faith. Keep the faith. Yeah. Because government is a religion it's true yes it is it is the belief in this thing that is supernatural that is bigger than than humans it's the state this thing that doesn't actually exist except in the minds of the people who believe in it and this whole covid thing is all about faith it's all about belief it's all about showing your faith which is what the double masking thing is is all about you know we actually saw a double masker today <laughs> uh this lunatic yeah. that was threatening you <laughs> threatening Skylar. to kill me yep uh, well, he, and, or you big- could Sorry, I was going to say, in one scene in the store, Joe, you see when he puts on the other mask. He didn't have it on initially. He puts the mask on while talking to a mask-free person in the store (laughs) while threatening the mask-free person. That is a true believer. Bigger picture-wise, it is the belief that some folks are exempt from ethics and morality because a majority of people elected them to be so. 
Well, don't forget, they wear the mask to protect us while also wishing we get COVID and die and also (laughs) give it to our family and kill them as well. But they care what they think. They care. We don't care. Thank you, uh, Sir Kenosha Kyle. I do appreciate hearing from you. And you can call in. Sounded great, by the way, through that Matrix server. You can join it over at chat.freetalklive.com. I was like, is that guy behind me? Where is he? Yeah, right. He's in my brain. Wow. Uh, It's crazy out there, folks. Crazy. It's crazy. What can you do about it? Well, you can find a local group that's willing to actually stand up because it's a lot easier to stand together against this insanity. Uh, Of course, there's the Freedom Cells. Freedomcells.org, I believe, is their site. There's also the White Rose. The White Rose. Join the White Rose. Go to t.me slash join the White Rose. All is one word. That's a that's a URL for a website, but it'll take you over and it'll help you launch into the Telegram app to join that channel. I, I, I think that what White Rose is doing is some of the most important activism out there because it's something you can do alone. Because a lot of these people, a lot of people like us out there, they don't have a group. Right. They can't connect with somebody who's not a crazy mask person and you know full of fear so if you feel like you're alone out there you can load up with these white rose stickers be a sticker pimp and go out there and hit the streets and go and leave these stickers pick the ones you like there's a bunch of them some of them you might not like some of them you might love Mm -hmm. take the ones that are your favorites and put them up in places where you feel comfortable uh putting them up and get the word out to people it's a way that you can reach out without anybody having to know who you are. And it, and it helps connect with other people who are like you and let them know, hey, you're not the only one. We suggest public property, too. You know, we don't, do, we don't, yeah. we don't advocate, for, advocate for you stickering private businesses. If, if it's a business that you know might not mind it, then, you know, do your thing, whatever. Also, it helps to stick them to glass. They're a little more easy to remove that way. Those are good tips. And I appreciate that, uh, that you also agree with me on that because it, it makes me a little uncomfortable when I see people putting them on private property. I can understand the argument for like banks, yep. you know, where they're basically the government. Yep. You know, there's the, the difference yeah. between the government and the banks, real subtle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if it's private property, I'd say generally stay away with that. But there's plenty of public property, plenty of street poles and, you know, street signs. Meters. And of course, the age old use your voice. Start talking to people, telling people yes. how you feel and why you feel that way. And if you love liberty, get up to New Hampshire and come join us. And we'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime. FreeTalkLive.com, Savage Truth 603 on YouTube. Like, share, and subscribe. LordKickass.com. Welcome to another exciting adventure of Jonathan Gullible. As you may recall, we last left Jonathan Gullible on a remote Pacific island after his boat was blown far off course by a terrific storm. While Jonathan was wandering along a road on the edge of a town, he came across a man who was standing in the yard of a house that was being torn down. The man looked very angry. Jonathan inquired, Who owns this house? That's a very good question. I used to think that I owned this house, but now I know different. What do you mean? To own something means you control it, but no one controls their property. The Council of Lords tells you what you may build, how you may build, when you may build, and what you may use it for. I never really owned my house. I merely leased it from the Council of Lords as long as I could pay the property tax. I see they are tearing down your house. Didn't you pay the property taxes? Oh, I paid all right. But even still, they're taking my house because they say that my plan for the house doesn't fit into the council's plan. What's a council plan? A council plan is a political plan that belongs to anyone with political power. If I spend my life pursuing political power, then I can use the council to force my plan on other people. So they just took your house? Didn't they give you anything for it? They gave me what they said it was worth to them. But it's like robbery if they can make an offer that I'm not allowed to refuse. 
But isn't a council plan necessary in order to have wise development? Look around you. The land is filled with outrageous council plans. If it's truly a wise plan, then it wouldn't have to be forced on people. So ends another bizarre episode in the life of Jonathan Gullible. Build freedom with laughter. Join the community. Access free media clips and more. Or get your free PDF copy of the book. Go to jonathangullible.com now. jonathangullible.com So the protection of life, liberty, and property is, is what the Free State Project is all about. But it's an, it's an effort to move 20,000 people who understand it's about demonstrating to the entire country that, yeah, we can have a free market, a truly free market. Making it just a freer, great place to live. It's the world's largest voluntarist, libertarian community, and it's, it's only getting bigger. That's amazing, to be able to move to a place where other people like passionately believe in being free and independent. What the Free State Project is managing to do, though, is to put their money where their mouth is. It's physically getting up across the country and saying, let's go someplace and let's demonstrate the power of these ideas. There's a lot of kind of philosophy that surrounds liberty. There's a lot of thinking about it and talking about it. But here in New Hampshire, people are doing it. 101 Reasons Liberty Lives in New Hampshire, a documentary by Free State Project Early Movers. Watch it free at 101reasonsfilm.com. 101reasonsfilm.com. Oh, so you're wearing a mask every day now? Where are you getting them? The same website where I get my neck and body wraps, sunnybay.com. And they're handmade. Really? Just like their wraps in the USA. Oh, and good quality? Oh, very good. These are disposable face masks. And good price? That's the best part. I get a 10-pack for only $6. Wow. Yes, as a public service, we're now sourcing disposable face masks with level 1 protection at sunnybay.com. Get a 10-pack of high-quality, more breathable face masks, only $6. Our face masks are hypoallergenic, latex-free, and made for stress-free all-day wearing. Or choose our N95 respirator masks, 2-pack, for only $6. Supplies are limited, so place your order at sunny-bay.com, a Biomed DB design company right here in the USA. Go to sunny-bay.com and purchase your disposable face masks online. Ten masks for only $6. Just click sunny-bay.com. That's sunny-bay.com.